Hey everyone, this is Ash, um, back from the dead, or back from getting my hair unbraided. Um, this is Not Your Average Netizens, the 14th, 15th show. I don't know if anyone's counting anymore, but um, uh, this is Ashley, and uh, Ash, and I wasn't here last week, uh, of course. Um, unfortunately, when all of the drama was going down, but Shannon and Kiara and Tim did a wonderful job, great job, uncovering the Soshi Jessica saga, and I spent two days um, in the um, cosmetician's chair getting braids taken out. So uh, I think you guys got the better deal in that one. <laughs> Tonight, I think so. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon, of course, she agrees. Um, tonight. Uh, this is the last time we will, she will agree tonight. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, this will be the last time you hear the words, I agree, come out of Shannon's mouth. Um, tonight, it's an all-girls girls club. Uh, first of all, we have back by popular demand or our popular demand we're finally <laughs> we're finally um, more like we're finally broadcasting at a time that she can actually come in is um, our friend Anna hi uh, then we have Are you still alive? I'm live what? Anna? what did you say? Yeah. nothing oh okay <laughs> um then we have um, uh, same as ever, Kiara. Hey everyone, and wonderful, wonderful Shannon. Hey guys, I promise I won't cause too much trouble. All right. So uh, compared to last week, uh, definitely a much more um, much more toned down week in Korean entertainment. Uh, still some. Uh, you, you only have a limited amount of the nation's girl groups that you can break up and ruin. So <laughs> really, well, I mean, I guess if you're not counting the the uh, new new goo groups, um, most of them are going to be broken up anyway. But yeah, but uh, yeah, this week uh, uh, kind of tame in comparison, but still some newsworthy information to um, talk about. Uh, first of all, I would like to wish everyone a happy Hangul Day in South Korea, uh, your Korean cultural education moment. Uh, the uh, yes, the well, it's probably no longer Hangul Day in South Korea, um, but nope. the <laughs> thank you, Shannon. <laughs> but um, that wasn't me. Don't blame me, buddy. I didn't do it. <laughs> October 9th um, was Hangul Day in South Korea. Uh, it's a national Korean commemorative, commemorative day uh, marking the invention of the Korean alphabet by uh, 15th century Korean monarch Sejong the Great. 
And it's a nice little tidbit here. It's observed on October 9th in South Korea and January 15th in North Korea because I guess they just have to be different. But yeah, and um, in honor of Hangul Day, um, go learn some Korean words. Um, try and uh, learn to read Hangul. I actually did teach myself how to read Korean. I just um, now have to teach myself what the words mean. But it's actually not very difficult um, to learn. If you're good at phonetics, um, learning things phonetically, Hangul's a very phonetic language. So. Um, yeah, I encourage anybody that's interested in Korean culture and Korean entertainment to um, definitely start um, dipping your toes into those cultural um, cultural things, such as the language. Um, it actually, you know, it kind of helps, I guess, um, you know. Uh, with uh, the entertainment and, and music and acting, uh, dramas and everything, uh, kind of enhances it a bit. Uh, other than that, on back to the entertainment side, we have um, a few things that have been going on. Um, a couple of comebacks uh, that uh, happened or kind of spread across the internet today um, that I'll get to in a moment. Um, but before that, um, I guess I will get to um, kind of going off of net last week and everything that was going on with uh, Jessica and um, Girls' Generation. Uh, apparently, um, Sue Young uh, issued a, a formal apology um, on <laughs> the show one night. Um, uh, it was uh, she was. I'm sure some of you have seen the picture. She's sitting in a chair, and she basically, uh, you know, apologizes. I don't know why she's apologizing. But apologizes with uh, for the news on uh, Jessica's. Um, departure. She says, I'm so upset and sorry that I had to deliver such news so suddenly. I will work harder for everyone who loves and supports SNSD. Please watch over us. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so it's, as someone already said, commented on Omona, she's very, very sorry, not for kicking Jessica out, but for um, actually Girls' Generation having an image problem at the moment. And it's crappy, um, you know, such regardless, because either way, you know, either way, whether they had a hand in it or if it was more SM or Jessica or whatever, she, I, I don't know why Sue Young has to be the one to go out there and then say, I'm sorry, because I'm pretty sure regardless what happened, Sue Young is not the reason that Jessica is gone. Um, I'm sure it's it's more it's definitely more than one um, you know one thing that was involved and um, you know even if Sue Young you know was say one of the girls that wanted Jessica out if that was something that happened uh, it just I don't know it just seems so you know SM just trying to shove all all of the blame 
off of themselves and onto Jessica or or in in a, in a way does does anyone feel like they're kind of leaving Ghost Generation out to dry in oh, a way for with sure. this? They're- they're using her as, like, a scapegoat. Like, all I got out of that was Essen being like, peace out, shithead, you can tickle my balls with some feather duster, I don't give a shit, bye, Essen. Like, that's all I got out of that. It was just, like, I don't even care. Like, this is, oh, it's just all I got from that was Essen was just like, so Jessica called the girls out, we said it was the girls, we're just going to hide behind the girls when you know that they wouldn't have done shit for for girls generation if they didn't want to do it themselves. So it just feels like they're like we're just going to hide behind the scapegoat cuz Jessica's already mad at them, the public's already mad at them. If the public isn't on our side, they're already mad at girls generation, why get them mad at us? Yeah, if SM the company wanted Jessica in girls generation, they would have made that happen somehow. They wouldn't have let the other girls completely they wouldn't have listened to them or they would have forced something to happen if they wanted it another way. Apparently they didn't. And it's very convenient now that everyone is basically just making it a Jessica versus the other eight members thing and lets SM basically fade into not being that much noticed in the background. I agree. I agree. I I feel like even regardless of who's quote-unquote fault it is, and I'm with those who agree it definitely wasn't any one thing, and we probably will never know, just like with the J-Park situation, what the true issue was, if it was cumulative, um, you know, a cumulative amount, you know, things over amount of time that built up to, you know, the decision, we'll never really know exactly what happened, but we do know how this is being presented in the media, and um, you know, I definitely feel like uh, SM is trying to distance himself from this, like they don't have the final word on these type of things. You mean uh, SM is not good at actually presenting themselves to the public? It's like the public relations people have no idea what they're doing? That is brand new information. <laughs> Oh, they know what they're doing. They just decided that they don't care that they like the dickwads of like balls. Like they just don't care. They're yeah. very happy with that as long as it doesn't yeah. get them in trouble. And it's just it's really interesting going forward to see how. And then with the rumors of um, Luhan leaving EXO, even though I don't think that came to. I'm pretty sure that didn't come to pass because I'm sure I would have seen stuff everywhere. And oh, the internet was... would have burned down if that happened. No, he's still <laughs> yes. in there. Um, but you'd be seeing are... fires from Chicago. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, you know, so soon after the whole Jessica thing, people were really skittish about that. And um, but actually, SM actually has nothing to worry about. They can bank on the fact that a huge amount of fans actually doesn't give a crap about their artists as people, and doesn't really it doesn't really care. There will always be like, if something happens that paints SM in a bad light, and it happened in the past so so many times before, that they that things that make you really go like, what the fuck is going on in that company? You just have to wait a few few more weeks. You put something else out, and people will ignore that because at least it's not their favorite person at the moment that has apparently the bad conditions. And 
and you see it every time when someone leaves, uh, there's a huge amount of fans quick, uh, quickly pointing fingers and going like, yes, they're a traitor and they they shouldn't have left, they should have stayed and whatever, however bad it was, they should they should have been more loyal and you can you can basically bank about the fact that most of the people have co um, commodified the idol so much as a thing to consume that they don't ultimately don't care about the people and that's why SM can do whatever they want. Good to hear your opinion on this, Anna. Um, I've definitely seen a lot of, you know, go to hell, burn in hell SM <laughs> comments. Um, yeah, that's now, but in in a few months, you, no, SM gave them shiny new toys, they gave them Red Velvet now, and they gave, they will put another EXO single out, and they will have a Super Junior comeback. And at some point, Shiny will have a comeback. And in half a year from now, you won't... They're already won't... hinting at that new boy band they're going to release. Yes, and in half a year from now, you won't read mostly, oh, fuck you, SM comments. You will mostly read, like, oh, nice comeback, yes, yoo-hoo. And they will go, like, yes, oh, yeah, they have been not so nice to Jessica that one time. Yeah, really, but no one will care in a, in a few months. Mm. You can already see, like, if you look at, like, um, Neighbor and, like... The Nidison buzz, like, Nidison's have already pretty much started to turn on Jessica. Like, most, like, public opinion is kind of still 50-50, but, like, Sones have already turned on her. Like, they already don't support her. They believe what SM will sell them, and they believe whatever lies that SM will possibly publish about her. Even if, like, there's, like, a little bit of truth, they'll take it to the extreme, and they already have. So, she's done. And it makes me sad. She doesn't deserve it. She totally doesn't deserve it, but it's completely... I, I knew that this would happen, and it's, um, they, it's so hard to reconcile uh, that um, both sides are not perfect, and that that all the the one thing that uh, they are always really, really, really proud of is the bond between the girls. That like they they shove that into everyone's faces. Like yes, at least our group has this bond, and they stay together, and they all love each other. So if one person is leaving, of course that person has to be just sca scapegoat because otherwise, all the other eight would not be left to be at least semi-perfect. And you'd have to reconsider your whole standing there, and that is something that people are not willing to do. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm sure they'll still be, you know, successful for, uh, they, as, a, as a girl group, you know, girls' generation, they're not going to, you know, all of a sudden, you know, go broke and have to disband completely. But there's something lost that they're never going to be able to get back. And There's a stain on it now. And yeah. Hard hardcore fans will be able to ignore that, and the public will bring it up at every opportunity. You will read that in comments years from now. But uh, but other than that, they, they will survive. Yeah, they will. The old generation will survive. And the people will still love the company, no matter what they do. Well, I don't know. It's, it's weird because you kind of see... And I see it sometimes with netizens, too. There's this kind of, you know, we know the companies take advantage of their artists. We know that, you know, they put them on these horrendous diets and they work them to death. And, you know, they, you know, just rush them from one thing to another and don't really, ca you know, care about their personal um, welfare. But at the same time, you know, they're the ones that are... Keeping, you know, your operas and 
you know, you know your biases and 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 everyone keeping them out there for your consumption. So it's kind of like that whole, you know, if you really, really wanted to to be hardcore about it and say, you know, I'm for, you know, for the idol for the idols and for them to have, you know, fair and, you know, um, uh, you know, fair working conditions and, and, and this and that, which I've seen around, you know, I've seen around the internet, but it's kind of bullcrap because it's like nobody is actually willing to step up and say, I'm not going to be a part of this. And, I, you know, I'd, I'd say that applies to myself. And even, I mean, to this podcast, because we're, we're kind of playing into it as, as well, it is, is we're still a part of the, not the problem, I would say, but part of the, the whole, you know, the whole thing, you know, of, of buying the records, of watching the shows, of going crazy over whomever. And... You know, as long as, as they see that, as long as they know that even with Jessica gone, they can still make money with, the, money with the other girls. They can still push out another group that is not even half as good as, you know, some of these groups that have been, you know, have been training together for five years and, you know, won't get half you know, of the exposure that SM's groups will get. But just because they're SM, people will pay attention. So, I always feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> but, yeah, feel free to stop me if what I'm saying does not make sense. But I think it made some sense. No, at the end of the day, I mean, if you look at it, like, realistically, like, if I look at my groups, like, I would have followed FX if they weren't an SM. I probably would follow Red Velvet. There's no way, even though I don't follow them now, I did follow um, XO for, like, the first year and a half. If they hadn't been under SM, no way in hell would I have followed them. I mean, they're a sappy bunch of 12-year-old boys. Like, <laughs> the only interest I had was SM, and I was like, all right, well, I like Shiny. So maybe I'll like XO. And then I got addicted to, like, two of the members. I'm like, no, this is SM. I should support them. And then I was like, no, I'm out. But, you know, I wouldn't have even given them a second thought if they went under SM. And I think I think we're all guilty of it on some level, especially if we're K-pop fans, because we support our groups. And, like, it's hard because you want your groups to succeed, but at the same time, if you support them, then you're almost supporting a whole system that you supporting the system that you don't agree with. So it's hard. Like for me, especially after all of this shit has gone down, it's just, it's like this inner battle. Like, do I, I like, I'm never going to stop liking shiny. I'm never going to stop liking FX. Like you could cut my hands off and cut my nose off and feed it to a wolf in front of me. And I still be like, Nope, shiny's my boys. Like not going to happen. But at the same time, like if they like all the rumored concerts of them coming to the United States, do I buy that ticket now? You know, because I would give my left foot to see Shiny, but can I morally justify paying SM $100 to go and see them when I know what they're doing to I them? Feel like, I feel like this is the becoming the big question of being a K-pop fan, the big existential question. How do I support my favorite artists without supporting their crappy management? Exactly. And it's like, yeah. how, how hard? Because all I want is, because like, these boys have done 
all that they can, and all of these groups have done everything under their power to succeed, and they want this so badly, and I want them to succeed, but I don't want them to succeed, because if they don't succeed, then something has to change for them to succeed. I don't know. I don't think that made any sense, but it did. No, it does, me. it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. Kiara, you might be quiet. What are your yeah. thoughts? Uh, about... Uh, about Jessica, or...? All right, just about, I guess, this whole topic in general, Jessica, the companies, um, how they're treating the artists. Yeah, I mean, that's always kind of been the big issue. Once you, once that whole bubble burst for you as a K-pop fan, the whole, like, you know, everything is all rainbows and ponies and shiny, you know, like, you know, once that bubble burst, then you, and you realize what happens behind the scenes, you're kind of like left with this big question of, well, I love the artists, but I really hate how the company is dealing with everything. Like, should I continue supporting them? And I think that's just, I think that's just a too difficult answer, question to answer, because I don't feel like there's a right or wrong answer for it. And I feel there's like, all, no, my, what? There's basically also a different line for everyone, what they are willing to support and what not. I mean, it's not something you can answer universally for everyone in any ways. Yeah, I mean, it's just too difficult. I mean, in the end, I guess it feels like it depends on you as a fan, how you feel. Like, do you feel like it's worth going to see an artist that you've been supporting for years or and to see them for 100 bucks, Or do you feel like, well, I don't want to support? I don't want to support the company, so instead of like, instead of you know buying, the, actually buying their stuff, I'll just like download it and just you know just watch them on like YouTube and stuff like that. And that's that's as far as I'll go. I mean, again, it depends on the the fan themselves and how they feel. I don't really have a concrete answer to this question, so I don't, can't really. Yeah, answer it's it. it. I mean, it's it's not going to be a question that you can answer right away. It's more of a kind of you know, discussion, you know, what do you think kind of thing. It's, it's open-ended um, at how this point. Tim has joined us, so how does... Ah, Tim! <laughs> yeah, hi. How's it going, guys? Sorry about that. Hey, Tim. We thought it was going to be Girls Club today. I guess not. Oh, I could leave if it's Girls Club. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> you could assume another ident your female identity. Oh, okay. <laughs> you I'm can down. become Alina. My female identity is Tammy, so I'm here. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tammy tonight. Well, um, we were just talking about, um, well, of course, we were kind of picking up where you guys uh, left off last week with the whole Jessica thing and kind of going into um, just how, I guess, it's some people, I guess, are now realizing it, you know, maybe some Stones fans, uh, supporting the artist but not supporting their company and how that becomes more of an issue is you, you know you start to realize you know either you grow older and you re realize it as you go you know become more mature or you know something like this happens and you know all of the, the rose colored glasses come off and you realize okay this is not all shiny happy you know fun time you know these people this is a business, this is their livelihood, and, you know, they're being, you know, run, this is being run by people that 
care pretty much only about the money. It's like and a coyote ugly, but for K-pop. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I was kind of listening, and uh, I I agree with a lot of the points that you guys made. Um, but I've also um, I've always been kind of jaded since I since I came in because I've always liked to know. I, I mean, like, and I've said it multiple times, like, business is the thing that I pay attention to, so I've, I've always been interested in the phenomenon that was, like, K-pop, um, mm. because it's very much so an orchestrated business. Um, obviously, there are artists within this business, and I'm not saying that everybody's a robot, that's clearly not fact, um, but there are a lot of groups that are made uh, with a bunch of people who had no ties before. It's not like when you get a rock band that grew up together and then got a you know record deal. Um, so it's always been interesting because you know you have these people who are such fans and you see it all of the time. They're such fans of like such and such group, but they cannot stand their management and or their management has done bad things and it comes to the point where it's like, well, how do you support this group? but their management is so awful. And it's such a catch-22 because it's like that all of the time. And I know um, Shannon said it, and I, I kind of disagree with the logic that, well, if we don't support them, um, something will change. I don't think that's true. I think if you don't support them, then that label will either A, die, or B, get rid of whatever artist isn't being supported. I mean, that's the that's their solution, and that's been the solution. Um, people have complained about plenty of labels being awful. People have been complaining about SM being terrible since, like, Blackbeat. I mean, it's it's not new to anybody, but SM is still top three, number one, essentially. And they're the worst of them, you know? We have all of this proof of their awful, awful behavior towards their artists, and the way that they raise their artists, the kind of people that they pick to be famous in general, and, you know, there's so much issue with that label, and yet nothing has changed. It's been years since I've been in K-pop. Nothing has changed. So, I and they've lost people, but the problem is that they're just, people just stop supporting with no justification. What What I think needs to be done is not just us, but the artists need to do something about it. Because as much as we complain, there's still like a hundred fans to replace us. There's thousands of fans for SM to replace us. Yeah. I mean, we could all, you could have all the international fans band together and that will have an impact. But at the same time, it's only going to have an impact if it's all of us, not just the U.S. Then they'll just say, well, let's and, avoid the U.S. You and, know? you know, there are the international fans that, you know, don't think like we do, and, you know, the, the whole reason why they like K-pop is they're drawn in by the whole spectacle of it, you know, not whatever goes on behind the scenes, you know, so they pretty much right. take everything at face value. It's not, even that, that, it's not even that old, um, uh, that there is a group that takes it as face value, there's also another group that knows this stuff, but really absolutely doesn't care. Right, and, and here's the thing, um, is it, it? It becomes an issue of: Is it truly our responsibility to care? Is that truly our responsibility? Some people believe that it is. I genuinely believe it is our responsibility to care. I just don't know if we have an effect on the outcome, anyways. There's plenty of people who have complained and complained and complained for years. Loud, loud groups of people who have complained with no result. 
And it, you come to the point where it becomes, how do you fix this? If all of the international fans bound together, yes, that would do something. But if all of America decides, hey, we don't like SNSD anymore, okay, well, SNSD just won't come to America. That's going to be their solution. They're just going to avoid us. We're not, we're not a big enough ticket. Now, if all of Korea rebelled against SNSD, that's an impact because that's their main market. If all of Japan turned on SNSD, that's an impact. But our market is just not big enough, and it sucks because I feel like international fans especially are so quick to be like, this is wrong on so many levels, and we are so quick to come out with good reasons why things are wrong. And I think that the majority of fans, at least internationally because that's what I see, what I read, they're very logical in the things that they don't like. Obviously, there's crazy fans who just don't care, and I, I, I that's fine. You, also, you should not underestimate that the international fan base is at least a few, a few years older in general than the Korean right. fans. Right, of course. That's one of the bigger differences. There's, there's that's huge the huge difference. difference. That is the huge difference, but that's also another thing where people don't realize how popularity in Korea works with idols like it's not high school it's not people outside of high school that are huge idol fans because it's not cool your fans your friends will make fun of you for like being in love with EXO being in love with SNSD or something until you become an uncle fan then it's cool again because you're old and you can like pretty girls it's fine we had an exchange student and she was floored that um we liked Shiny as a collective group, and the only thing she goes like, "That's not your idols. Like, that's not the ones you're supposed to like. You're supposed right. to like Hot. You're supposed to like these groups. Like, you're not supposed to like Shiny. That's not for you." I'm like, "What do you mean it's not for me?" She's like, "No, exactly. it's not your age group. That's embarrassing. I can't be friends with you. Stop exactly. talking." Exactly. That is huge. There, like, it's not, it's not us that those groups cater to, and She's that's like, why the when you see ones so you can like is two so p.m. Like, other than that, right. like, no. Like, that's yeah. as low as you can go. You're not supposed to like <laughs> idols. You're supposed to like the Korean music that's older, that's more mature. You're not supposed to like idols. They're not catering to us, and I think people have a hard time with that because then you have to deal with the fact that all of the fan base in Korea, the loud, loud fan base that cares about idols are very, very young, and at the end of the day, Young, they're young and they're fickle. They're gonna complain and complain and complain about SNSD, and then the next SNSD album is gonna come out and it's gonna sell, and it's gonna blow up, and it's gonna be perfectly fine. And that sucks because this is a moment where everybody can see that SM is wrong. You know, this is another moment where everybody can see how wrong SM is, how poorly managed they are, and nobody's gonna do anything about it. It's the same when YG released Sue Pearls. That was your mo that was everybody's moment to go after YG. Everybody's moment. And yet, you know, like and I'm guilty of it. I and I'm gonna be completely honest here. Like that I was really I was really heated. But that's a label that I don't know how to be like, well, I know. You know, like I understood from a business perspective why they didn't do it. At the same time, I was really hurt because they took this group that was already great and they broke them up. And there's no justification for it other than they didn't want to. Like the only thing I can imagine is they were like, oh, I don't know if this black girl's going to sell. And that hurts me as a half black like person. That crushes me. And I'm still mad about it. I understand why it happened. I'm still mad about it. But it's like, okay, well, what can I do? You know, and I'm stuck in that route where it's like, how do I support this label? How do I justify supporting this label? Well, there's a bunch of people on it that are completely innocent. You know, like that's the only thing I can come up with. There's a bunch of people like Big Bang didn't have part in her leaving. 
um, to anyone didn't have part in her leaving. It's all YG, but me supporting them is supporting YG. So I'm, you know, I'm at a loss. It's like, how do I justify liking this group, but their label so bad? Well, how do I justify not liking a group just because their label's bad? That's not their fault. You know, it's it's a catch twenty two. It goes it's both really, ways, yeah. It's really hard. It's a really hard spot to be in. So I don't know. And that's that's the rose-colored glasses, right? There was a time yeah. where I didn't care about that. <laughs> like, none of that mattered to me. But it does now. I'm older. I care about that kind of stuff. I really care about the way things are happening. So it's like, oh, I, I, I'm stuck. And, and everybody's stuck. A lot of people who are still in this fandom are stuck. SM fans are stuck because there's a bunch that just want to leave. But then they're like, but I like this artist, and they didn't do anything wrong. People who like Red Velvet feel bad because Red Velvet is like the death note for um, FX, and yet they don't want to leave it either, and they shouldn't. Like, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's a hard situation to be in. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we will be going into Red Velvet um, very soon. <laughs> uh, but just a, a couple more things uh, before we do uh, Red Velvet and also um, another group that is making a comeback and released a song today, um, Actong Musician. Um, we'll also take a look at um, them and um, their new um, album. Uh, another bit of news. Uh, uh, GD, G-Dragon, and Kiko, um, the, I guess, actress Wait, wait, wait. Did, you, did you just say news? news? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know. Kill him. I don't, even, I don't even follow YG, and I was like, why is this like, even like a news article? I don't, I don't even follow G-Dragon at all, and I knew that, like, for years. <laughs> yeah, right, I know is, that it's an on-again, off-again relationship. Sorry. And I'm like, yeah, I well, don't even like Okay, this, the, the so-called news is that Dispatch, the, um, you know, one of the Korean um, news publications, finally caught a picture of them together, kind of, you know, lovey-dovey or whatever. So, so they finally have their quote-unquote, you know, proof. You know, that they're together, even though, like, you know, like Anna said, people have known for long time. I mean, especially the fans, whatever. Um, and, of course, fans... Anybody with eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> the fans have uh, a lot to say, uh, of course. Uh, they're just going public now. Have a great love. Uh, should have acknowledged it instead of holding out and getting all this hate. They're the top when it comes to making a joke out of their fans. I don't know who that model is, but she's a right-wing um, and from what I understand from that, uh, it's uh, sort of a political party in Japan that has clashes with uh, South Korea or South Korean values. So it's it's a everything in Japan clashes with South Korea. <laughs> the right wing, the right wing thing is basically she's a very very. There's like a section of Japanese um, of the Japanese public and I guess political party that is very, very much so like Japanese need to be separate. Japanese yeah, is strong. Yeah, it's very like, xenophobic. I yeah, it's very, very xenophobic. It. And that's what the issue is, is like she's part of that. She believes, like, or she appears to be part of that, I should say. Um, she's gone to a bunch of things that support, like that uh, those kind of people go to. Is it like the less leftover of the isolationist parties? Yes. 
Yep. It's okay, kind of like tea partiers, except yeah. more yeah. outwardly like homophobic and xenophobic. Yes. If that's even yeah. imaginable. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that's what they're claiming that she is. There's no proof. Yeah, that yeah there's, there's, she yeah. hasn't said it in, in, or anything, but there's been stuff on, from what I understand, on her Instagram and things like that, where people have, you know. But taken then, that. The, then again, who cares? I mean, wh well, why, why, like, why would, why would I care? I'm not dating her. <laughs> well, I mean, we, you know, you don't care. I don't really care, but. Like but I, in some general, of these people I, care. I don't think um, in general. I find it very hard to care about to care on a personal level about who is dating whom, because it's like, okay, correct, correct. Yeah, like, yeah. you're dating. Great for you. Good for you. Have fun. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I thought you were saying you didn't care about like her moral values, and I was like, well, there's reason to care about. <laughs> no, no, no. Her that's, ridiculous I, moral values, but yeah, not caring about who he's dating. Totally agree. Like, I I wouldn't I, I wouldn't care more about him dating if he would date someone that everyone deems perfect. It's like it's the same level of yeah eh for me. It's like okay, yeah, he's I his whistle blown. Like he don't care. That's what I'm at. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing, right? It's not news, and a bunch of YG fans that know this already. Like we've been well, we've been not even just YG like, fans. I yeah, feel like, everybody. Yeah. Anybody who looks at the news like three times like knows, right? And it's already something that we have become accustomed to. Um, right? Don't they so go to that not, same amusement park in Japan like all the time? Yes. Haven't there been like eight was, different she's pictures been there of for them? like two birthdays of his, like yeah. two birthday celebrations. She's been there, and he went to her birthday. I'm like, please, are you serious, guys? He flew all the way to Japan because his friend had a birthday. Really? Shut up. No way. <laughs> no way. They're just church yeah. friends. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're just church friends. Like, going to church, church together. <laughs> well, we know what that going to church together means, so. <laughs> hey <-o. laughs> All it's right. The Holy Ghost, to tell you that much. <laughs> I, Shannon, I wouldn't expect you to know. Um, going to hell. It's all right. <laughs> um, uh, I'll reserve you a seat. <laughs> um, also, uh, Boom. Um, you know, after his scandal, uh, he's apparently ending his reflective period uh, to make a TV comeback soon. Oh no! Uh, Stay away. <laughs> Go home. What did, he, what did he do again? Just for me and Ooh? other people who might not know. Uh, yeah. It was an army. Scandal. I have to believe with the army, oh, army something daughter? to try and stay out of the um to oh, okay. serve his um you know uh two years that he was supposed to um serve. Uh, let me. Oh, talking about army, we have to talk about M Black. No, we don't. Oh. We're not talking about that. It's yes. not confirmed. They have not confirmed. Oh. We're not talking about it. No. <laughs> We should talk about it because it's a rumor and uh, part of our thing is rumors. No! So it and it's about. a good one. I mean, not that I want them to leave, but I find it very... If it turns out to be true, I find the fact that they're leaving at once and not drag that out over years very no. good. And don't forget... Um, I'm going to completely change the subject because I want to talk about it. Don't forget that Boom also did like blackface. So. Yeah, but oh, okay, yeah. I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that he's a good guy. I was just curious what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's apparently he's coming. Back. Korea doesn't care about the blackface, but they do care about him trying to get out of his military, military service. Yes. That that Whoa. was. That's what he's reflecting on. 
It's not the blackface, but yeah, yeah it's Korea. Korea yeah. is Korea's not hurt by blackface. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just uh, I didn't want to bring it up before, but uh, since this is the this is turned into huge kind of pretty big deal, um, the whole Ebola outbreak. Um, the way some places in uh, South Korea have apparently decided to deal with it is um, oh. hanging signs up in their store windows. Um, saying that no Africans are a, allowed to come in. Um, we don't know if they extend that to just Africans or just anybody with dark skin, I but apparently that much, is well, out of least, the fear of Ebola. Yeah, I know one of the ones was to anybody who was dark skin because an American tried to go into a bond in Itaewon and he got told he couldn't come in because he was African. He's like, dude, I'm from the United States, and they still wouldn't let him in. Yeah. Well, and they got into huge shit for it. Um, I know that one because he was like, fuck you, I'm going on social media. And it like, blew up. And the owner was like, uh, I didn't do it. My Korean manager did. He's fired. Uh, mm -hmm. mm -mm. But, yeah, it's a hot mess. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but with the in black um, <laughs> army thing, apparently... Uh, I'm not sure who or how many, but uh, apparently after their concert curtain call um, no. it was revealed by their show director, Randy No, that uh, some of the members would be joining the Army. Uh, this is what he put on his personal Instagram on October 9th. Uh, it feels like yesterday when In Black was trembling at the thought of their debut five years ago. And now they're already going to the army. I wonder if they'll be able to prepare for their performance properly. I feel like nothing is going to get done after an entire summer spent sending episodes to Bing Mugun Kiki. I don't know what you were saying there. I hope a lot of people come to support In Black who may not be seen together for a while. So that's wait, 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 wait. Five. Black are around for five years already. Really? They are around as long as beasts. I guess so. I guess so. They I mean, I, I think them I over, right? When, I think wow. I think when I remember Beast came out, I think they came out not far apart. They came out other. within months of each other. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're the rivals from that time. <laughs> it was Beast versus yeah. In Black. Well, they're not really rivals. Beast pretty much. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying at the beginning, they were <laughs> rivals. One. Yeah. But 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 them, if you compare where they are career-wise, it's like, whoa. Well, the, the part was, of that is the terrible mismanagement that yes, they blacked yes. through. They, they, I, their management was so bad. So. And it's not getting better. It, it will, it'll never get better. Are you kidding me? They're stuck on JTune. Well, in interestingly enough, the reason apparently the reason why this announcement came out about the army was because there were rumors that the group would be disbanding because there have been videos of members crying at the concert and the name. They weren't the just concert, crying; they were like sobbing. Yeah, yeah no. the name pretty. of the concert being curtain call. So, um, you know, obviously, some they felt the need to um, make things a little clearer. So um, I guess you know having them in the army is better than having them disband for in black fans, I suppose. 
the thing is, Except it, that are we sure if that is not they're really never gonna the same come thing? back? Well, <laughs> you're real. Like I... they go to the army, nobody's gonna remember them other than June, and he'll just come back and he'll flash his abs and he'll be that awkward Ajashi that shows up on TV like that guy from Hot, and that's all he'll ever be after he goes to the army. Well, June, June and Gio both will have uh, a career afterwards. Gio can still make R&B music. He'll he'll be okay. He's got a lot of connections. June um, doesn't like really talk that much about just being a singer, having a singing career. I think he, if yeah, he comes back, he will go into acting, and he will do fine there because yeah, people a, actually like him. I mean, at the end of the day, he is in in black because he's good looking. Like, I'm sorry, he can dance. Don't get me wrong, but he can't sing. So, I, like, he's there because he's good looking. He'll be fine. And he the found his he found his niche, he found his niche with his acting gigs, where where he's actually looking quite good. I mean, he looks more comfortable acting than he does on on some stages sometimes. Yeah, so, he's. He's I mean, a he's a decent actor as far as idols go for sure. He'll be fine. I th- I think he's gonna be fine when he comes back. I think it's the end of In Black though. Like this curtain, this concert being called Curtain Call is literally their no. curtain call. No, no. And I like this guy is lady to go to the army. I I'd rather <laughs> they make it official than drag it out and fade away. Actually. If they, I, I, I'm always waiting for that. Like, I, it's always horrible if K-pop groups disband, disbands, if, if, or if a group member is leaving and and stuff. But I would think it would be less horrible if they would actually give people a proper ending instead of just either fading away or never coming back or kicking someone out. Like, if they make it, if if they make it like and make an announcement and then say like, okay, we're doing a last big thing together and it's like an official goodbye and then you have like a bit a bit of closure. Well, in theory, the pro the comeback in November is going to be their final comeback. They're saying this before they actually. Like, and that actually is, I think that is a good yeah. thing that we know that before and not like three weeks after it's over. It's like, oh, by the way, that was the last thing you would get. Yeah, I also think that there's the chance that they're going to say they're going to, you know, that it's the end of In Black and they're going to run off to the military and then they'll come back and maybe they hope that coming back there will be a market for them. You never know. I yeah, mean, that's why I think they won't really explicitly ever say because they'll just be kind of like, we're going to the army, so we're on hiatus, and then whatever happens after the two years or whatever, whatever happens, happens. You know. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. So, I mean, there's a chance that they'll but leave are, and come and back, and people will freak out. Absent most of the time, so <laughs> right. But they're not. They're still there. They're still performing yeah. things. They're just not on music shows. But they're still doing stuff. They're going to be gone, literally gone. So it's it's a little different. Like sometimes when you come back from doing the military stuff, people like you more. Dynamic Duo didn't get their first win until they came back from the military. Interesting. Okay. Well, so there's hope. Well, yeah, there that's what I'm hope. saying. There, in there's black hope fans. for in black fans, me included. There is hope. That <laughs> I can't yeah, have I hope did, because hope just ends that. in disappointment. That's what I've learned. <laughs> hope Maybe. ends in, haha, you thought they were going to come back? <laughs> Shannon yeah, well, is completely you know jaded after. If, so the, jaded. if the military could actually improve people's reception, can we, can, can, maybe can FX... Military stuff. <laughs> Can I go to the military? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have all of FX go to the military. 
Military. <laughs> hey, Hedda got popular after the awesome. fake military show. Let's just send FX. I like this idea. Yeah, actually, that would be more awesome because in their case, it would be voluntary. So they'd just be like, screw this, we're going in the military. We'll be back in two years. We'll be back in two years. Wait for us. <laughs> we might actually get a decent comeback by then. Speaking of uh, comebacks, uh, we already mentioned her on a past podcast, but uh, just wanted to kind of update on Ailey. Um, she's been doing a pretty good job with her comeback song. Um, she's been winning awards. Uh, I believe she's won one on M Countdown, and she won one on the last M Countdown, actually, I believe. The last one, and I believe she won another music show, but I'm not exactly sure which one. Anyway, she's doing fairly well, and, um, you know, I like her song. It's okay. Um, her image is pretty, she looks great. Um, however, uh, what we did, we have um, addressed before, and is still kind of coming out, is um, Kylie and her new image um, i.e. her um, losing weight and um, there's another article that came out where she um, was on a show on SBS and you know was talking about you know your new body and you know what do you have to do to maintain it and, and she basically said I eat two meals a day and only consume 400 K cal per day now I'm trying to maintain my current weight. It was very difficult for me when I was on a diet. And then the show's presenter asked her, do you think you'll go back to your old eating habits after you finish promoting your current album? And then she jokingly responded, I am so hungry of late. I love to eat some noodles. The singer also explained that she has received a mix, mixed response to her new slimmer figure. She said, a lot of people have congratulated me on my new image and said, don't put the weight back on. But others say that they liked me before I lost weight. And um, there's some concern amongst uh, some that with the weight loss, this is going to be a genius situation where it overtakes the um, actual career of the singer or the, you know, the whole, the whole weight thing becomes a bigger issue than the artists themselves. So, and I don't know, this is just one of those things that just kind of nags at me with the whole Ellie and, and the weight thing. Um, you know, I, I think that's kind of why I can't, I'm glad she's doing well at, at this time, but, you know, it's just like, I'm thinking about starvation diet the entire time. Um, but... I mean, do you guys think that this is going to... I mean, she's infinitely more talented than Gina, um, I think. But do you guys Dang, think... This just with the hits right off the bat. Hey, and I just want to point out, it's not me this time. Yeah, for real, well, Dang. I, think, I mean, not that Gina is untalented. <laughs> I just think that Ailey's more talented than Gina. But do you think this is going to... I mean, do you think this is going to affect her? I mean, I remember her, something somewhere where she said that her voice, that she thinks the weight loss was affecting her voice to some extent. And well, she said it made singing harder for her. Is it is a pretty natural thing. Yeah. 
especially uh, if you are in the, in the category of what people always describe as power vocals. If you if you want to have a certain power in your voice and a certain strength, you need something that the voice can resonate in. And the less you have of that, the di more difficult it is, it is to maintain that power for a longer time when singing. That's right. why it's a big reason why a lot of uh, opera singers, for instance, who have to sing with that power without enhancements like microphones, um, actually have put on a mo more weight the, the further along their careers are because you actually you need something to, to actually get that power out. You rarely see um, like a dramatic soprano that is a size zero that almost doesn't exist because it's, it's physically impossible. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is that if she, you know, if if she decides to keep going with this, I mean, because that's her main, kind of the main draw with Ailey is that she's got these power vocals, and then, you know, is it, I feel like after Gina, I mean, she Gina doesn't have power vocals, but she had kind of a more... I feel like when she first came out, and this might be kind of an image thing as well, she had kind of a more R&B image. Um, and then after she dropped the weight, and just it just seemed like all of that that life, that that interesting, you know, qualities about her, this style, everything was just gone, you know. And she's just, you know, I whenever I see her. I think that's a weight problem. I think that's a problem of uh, her, her getting some terrible, terrible images. Um, yeah. I think this is this is a thing for me, right? The problem is that she is considered way prettier now, and that's going to affect her because people it, like right now before before this moment she was known for her power vocals. That's what she was known for, being such a good singer. And even skinny, she's probably still going to be the best solo singer that's currently doing it at a young age. Um, I'm hard-pressed to put anybody above her. Um, that being said, the issue is going to become it's not going to be about her voice anymore. It's going to be about the fact that people actually think she's pretty. And so it's not going to matter if her voice deteriorates because she's still probably going to be better than a lot of people and mm -hmm. she is going to be considered pretty. So she's not going to have to power vocal all the time. Um, now, she is on a label that doesn't necessarily seem to cater to generic, like, um, K-pop images, typically. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they are going to force her to do that. Um, but then again, they... But then again, society may be forced enough for someone to do that. Right, exactly. Yeah. If I, I can totally get why know. she does that. I, I mean, I, I find it... I find found her perfectly fine before that, and um, but I can totally understand why she did did that, and why she even went to such extremes. Even though I really condemn such such extreme diets, especially I find it a horrible thing to talk about that on TV when the demographic that is watching K-pop stuff is so incredibly young. You do right. not go on TV and tell them, yeah, I just don't eat. That's like, no, don't tell them that. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's a that's a thing, like a big difference in Korean culture versus like our culture. Like talking about weight um, and things like that isn't considered like against the rules, I guess. Um, it's you know, it's like you you'll hear, um, and we've even had. Uh, 
uh, Noah talk about it, but they're they're very once you're in Korea, they're very willing to like tell you that you you've gotten fatter and things like that, and they don't do it with with uh, malintentions, but that's the way it comes across. Like people telling you, oh, you know, you've gained weight, oh, you look fatter. Like they're not they're not meaning it in a mean way. They're telling you that because they care about your health. At the same time, their image of health is very screwed. <laughs> like they they need to go and get health lessons because they have a very wrong image of health because they believe like you getting fat means you're not healthy and that's not true. Um, so are you gaining weight? I should say not getting fat, but gaining weight um, is is not healthy and that's not true. Um, so it, it's it's a weird situation because it's clear that Ailey is being affected by this culture and. There's no proof that YMC made her lose all that weight. Um, from the way that she's worded it, it sounds like she is putting this diet, or she's willing to do this diet. Um, at the same time, we don't know. It could be her management. God, I hope it is, and I hope they realize that it's not healthy for her, and we can get some help here. But I, I don't know. It's it's just a hard, it's a hard thing because she seems more confident now on stage than she did before. So... But that might be uh, a matter of her being styled better, you know. But then again, yeah. like, she has all these netizens who are talking about how pretty she is now and how much better she looks now. And it's like, don't encourage this. Don't encourage the behavior. If she could sit at this weight healthy, fine. Whatever. You do you. But she's not healthy right now. And she's struggling to keep this weight. So it's clearly not healthy for her to sit at this weight. And that bothers me. I don't like... I just don't like that, and I don't like that it's such a big issue. I don't like that this is the second time we're talking about Ailey and we're talking about her weight again. And you know it wouldn't be a big issue if she was a man. It wouldn't be. Another annoying thing. But again, though, at the same time, how many fat guys are idols? Other than Shindong. And Shindong is the only one. And he lost weight because they called him fat. And then they told him that he wasn't funny when he was skinny. So he gained his weight back. (laughs) I know know there are also no no male idols that could be really considered fat by the definition. But uh, but, uh, with male idols still... There is not like this gram counting going on that is with female idols. Yes, there's there much more, much more narrow image for women still. There, uh, I, I kind of disagree because male idols have really awful diets too, and on top of they, that, they work out way more than female idols do. So in the world where they should be eating more, they're eating not as much. They're eating more than girls. I agree, but they're also working out more because everybody wants idols to have abs. Everybody wants their idols to be buff. Mm-hmm. That's why you see so many people who are like sickly skinny, while but they the have girls, abs. While the girls are not even allowed to work out because they are not supposed to have muscles. Right, but they also because they are not doing that physical and that that's kind of um that's starting to go away. There's a bunch of idols who are doing CrossFit and supporting that. The problem is that they're not eating. But uh well, some of them are. But it's going to become an issue where the girls are going to start working out because they're going to want their girls to like look better and then they're not going to eat and it's going to be bad. But 
guys have really bad diets too. The difference is that nobody talks about guys' diets. I don't know why. I, it, it's just not a thing that comes up though. But you, like if you watch boy groups, they clearly are in some terrible, terrible diets. They, and they, yeah. they do have all that, but it's not, the, it's not a topic. If a boy group has a yeah, comeback, their weight is not a topic. And there's not right. the weight, we, their weight problems, for instance, even if an idol is like a little bit chubbier in one comeback and a little more skinny in the other comeback, it never overshadows their actual comeback and with, right. with and women agree. they put that on such a insane level of importance that it's like no stop that right but we've also never had a, like a solo artist go from such different weight differences um, not to say that it would be the same I don't think it would I totally agree with you um, but we've never encountered it with a solo artist whereas we've had people make fun of guys who have gotten heavier Eli got made fun of when he got fatter um, or you or can look at like B one A four when they came out. I forget who it was, but one of the members. All they talked about their first comeback was how much weight one of the members lost to be in B one A four. Right, and you can and, tell uh, he was, was clearly uncomfortable about talking at it, and clearly uncomfortable showing those pictures. And nobody gave a shit. That's all they wanted to talk. Or about. more, most famously, Top from Big Bang. I mean, God, for a long time, all anyone could talk about was when he was in school. He was big yeah. and. You, you know, now he's not, and, you know, then, you know, for a long time, he wouldn't, you know, he didn't like to show himself shirtless or take his shirt off until the recent movie he was in, Taza 2, he has a shirtless scene, but usually he doesn't because he still feels uncomfortable, you know, showing skin, you know. And, and then uh, another example is Inguk, who is a solo singer. Um, he tried out for a bunch of companies, and they told him that he needed to lose weight. He got an eating disorder to deal with him with that situation. Obviously, he wasn't dealing with it. That's the wrong verbiage. But uh, he, had, he had an eating disorder. Um, he came back, and people told him, or uh, I can't remember what label it was. It might have been JYP told him that his that he was skinnier now, but his voice has gotten worse. Um, and so he kind of came back to a different weight. But he's another idol that struggles with his weight, and they always bring up the fact that he used to be heavy. It's a very, very uh, common thing for him to have to deal with on variety shows. So, I mean, I do agree that it's worse for girls, and that's not my argument at all. But mm -hmm. it is it, a topic that guys yeah. deal with. I don't even think, especially in K-pop, that it is happening to guys really considerably less. It just, it just annoys me that it's publicly much more of a topic for women, and that that, that her look, that looks, can much more easily overshadow the actual talent. Yeah, and and that's well, the, the thing. Same goes with for it. guys, though. Like that's K-pop. Yeah, but we they don't make it a topic for guys. This thing with they do. <laughs> we just talked about them making it a topic, though. I guess because Ailey, her there's so much. That was her whole thing. Is that her? She has such a lovely voice, and that she could, you know, become, you know, I don't know. You know, she's the country's Beyonce, or she is somewhat, you know, beyond K-pop and with her talent, but. Then with with all of this, you know, focus on her weight and her beauty and this and this, it just kind of it kind of brings her down to, I guess, I guess, you know, a lower level of just I don't know, respect or something. It brings her down to the level of you know some of her peers, and I I don't know. I just yeah, I I just think that. And basically, it's she's too talented to, um, you know, have all you know, not have 
the focus be on you know what she can do um, artistically and in, in, in everything on um, on her diet but of course um, like you said with you know South Korea you know with any female artist whenever I mean even the ones that don't that don't, don't even lose that much weight and they, they always talk about you know yeah but I don't think you can say I mean of course they are more open about that in South Korea for um, about the weight issue on TV but you, you cannot really pretend that it wouldn't happen in the US too if a very popular singer suddenly lost, lost 20 kilos and came on talk shows that would be a comment from everyone as well they're like oh my god in a positive light they would portray it as positive but they would still talk about it all the time that's true I, I don't think it would be as I think because with the way you know media and everything is you can get more of uh, I guess a diverse set of opinions and different reactions than you can in say South Korea but at the same time I don't disagree with you at all I mean if you look at uh, Jessica Simpson's or Christy Alley or Jennifer Hudson I mean yeah they all gained weight they got horrible shit for it and the first thing they do is they sign up with a diet company to be their spokeswoman and be like, look how much weight I lost and look how awesome I am now. And then that's all everyone ever talks but about is no Jessica's weight. No one would ever admit then in those uh, situations on a talk show, for instance, when it's about your weight loss, no one would ever admit like, I did just didn't eat or I did no, a very unhealthy no, thing. They'll, they'll tell you that try it's to make it a diet. diet. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's the difference here is that it's <laughs> more about, oh, I did it the healthy way and, and then, you know, would they promote whatever weight loss company. Um, you know, nobody would ever say, you know, oh, I'm I have so disordered hungry eating. right now. I have an eating disorder. Let's celebrate it. Yeah. No. Right. But, okay, Ugh. at the same time, like, there's, uh, there's a bunch of – we're assuming that – that a lot of these people had eating disorders. I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm not going to say that. But we also don't know. We're just assuming. It's a bunch of assumptions. They could have but, lost that weight in a perfectly fine way and genuinely told people, if you want to lose weight. Most of the time, when you hear these people and they support dieting, they always say, if you want to lose weight, if you are worried about your health. That is important. You don't get that in Korea. In Korea, it's just, this is what you do to lose weight. This is how you look prettier. That's what bothers me. The term look prettier that people use for losing weight. No, get out of here with that. You can look beautiful being heavy. It does not matter if you are heavy or skinny or whatever as long as you look healthy. It's all about being healthy in my opinion and you can be perfectly healthy and be bigger. There's plenty of people who who are just bigger people and that's fine. You can be beautiful. It is the fact that in Korea they don't even use that word for you. Like that that bothers me to to know in that that word does not exist for people who are heavier. You can't That's even buy clothes issue. if you wanted to. Like, yeah. When I went to to Korea, I was probably at one of my smaller sizes, a U.S. size eight. So I'm not terribly. I was never terribly tiny, but I mean, I was not fat at the time. No way in hell could I fit into anything ever. Mm -mm, not gonna happen. The largest size they had, maybe a size four, and that was like triple XXXL. Like, just, they just don't care. Like, and if you 
fine clothes, they're shoved in a corner, and they were very granny-esque. And it was, like, it was weird, because, like, I know, I knew that it would be hard to find clothes, because I know that I would be bigger than the average person in either Japan or Korea. Like, I understood that, and I knew that it would be things like, all right, I'm not going to find pants, because people don't really have, the, the standard body shape is not having a butt, not going to find pants, this is not going to happen. But, you know, maybe I'll find, like, a cute skirt or a cute dress or I'll find a nice top, you know, if it's loose and I can fit my boobs in it. It was just, there was nothing. I couldn't even put on a pair of leggings that were supposed to be stretchy. It just doesn't exist. They just did it. It was, like, it was, it was really bizarre because it was like being in the Twilight Zone. Like, it was just, it was, it was just like, I'd never, even when I had, like, disordered eating, I'd never felt so fat as I did when I was in Korea. And that was that was like heartbreaking to me because I was there for literally a week and like it was like I just it was just it was, it was so bizarre to see everyone be like oh my god she's so fat and she'd be like a size two like I literally had a friend who came over to the U S she came over as a double zero when she went back to Korea she was a size four her parents literally did not let her out of the house for a month basically except to go to class because she was an embarrassment to them. Like, that's heartbreaking, and I'm not saying that everybody does that, and I'm not saying that that's common in Korea, but those kind of stories exist. Like, I can't see that happening in the U.S. where I live. Like, you would be, like, if somebody gained weight, they'd absolutely comment on it, but they wouldn't, like, tell you you were an embarrassment and keep you in the house. Like, it's just, the culture for around weight sometimes is just very striking to me because it's not the same where I live. I don't know. But I have a very awkward relationship with food and diets anyway, so maybe I'm just more mm -hmm. sensitive to it. Well, on a non-weight-related um, topic, um, Ailee is also supposedly um, attempting to make, um, I guess, making a, a U.S. debut at some point. Um, I remember reading the article and saying that they were taking it slow and that they weren't trying to rush anything, uh, but that there was definitely, you know, some, you know, recording going on and... Um, there's definitely uh, active, um, you know, an active movement to introduce Eileen to American audiences, and um, you know, I don't know if she, you know, tried to. I know she attended the Grammys once, and I don't know, you know, how much, um, you know, she's done as an American here. As far as trying to get into the music business, but she was on that. Um, oh, what was that awful show that used to be on daytime television where everyone just fought and it was always like, "You're the father." No, you're the father, and then they got into a horrible tussle. Mari. Yes, she was on that for like a um, a singing. <laughs> oh contest. yeah, when they would have like the talented kids. Yeah, she was on yeah. that. She was actually really good. So, but that's pretty much all I think that she's done in the U.S. I'm actually kind of sad that somebody got it from. No, you're the father. No, you're the father. Oh, uh, more. That's, that's super famous. Are you kidding? Me? I also watch uh, pro wrestling, and that was a recent event. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Relevant but, to other interests. I I yeah. don't. For once, I don't think I'm missing out when you talk about American television. <laughs> sure. Are. You sure yeah, are. Yeah, you. Um, <laughs> Definitely are not. Like, it's like the precursor to Real Housewives. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. You have to see it to believe it, and you're definitely not losing anything by not from by not seeing it. Um, but apparently, yeah. There's pictures of her with Beyonce's producer. 
So apparently, you know, there's things going on, and you know, I hope it all goes well for her. Um, yeah, on October 1st, her company posted on Twitter, Ailey and the producer for Beyonce, Neo, Shay Taylor. It was fun working. Um, you know, I think if um, Ariana Grande can, you know, be successful, Ailey can too with the bright music, so. Anyone agree? Disagree? Yeah, but you know if they try and market her, it's her Korean image. She's screwed. Like, if you try and say, like, she's, like, just like Beyonce, she's done. Oh, no, I don't think that they would try that. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I don't think they would try that, the, the Beyonce thing. I think they would definitely highlight the fact that she can sing. Um, but I think they might try to, especially with Ariana Grande being popular now, they would try to probably do something more like that. Yeah, um, I said before, I think she has the best shot. I think the way you let her have a shot is not compare her to any artist. <laughs> Just yeah. let her be Ailey or Amy or whatever you're going to call her when she's there. Let her be different. Um, you can even give her like a Beyonce-esque song. That's fine. Plenty of people jock her style and are successful doing it. She's yeah. done so many different genres at this point. It's hard not to. Um, but just let her let her show off like her vocals. We like good singers. So mm-hmm. let her show off the fact that she's a powerful vocalist. Good to go. And give her a catchy song because that's... Yeah, give, give, her a, give her a song that'll hit. Like if you're going to show off her power vocals, give her a song that'll hit like Rolling in the Deep did. Yeah. Yeah, but for some reason I don't know. I just have a feeling that everyone's gonna. She's probably gonna get something a little more R and B esque. But she's gonna we'll get see. like a Wonder Girls one, and it'll be like a flash in the pan, and I'll be sad because yeah. I really want well, her. To it do actually well. looks like in this case, it looks like she's actually taking her time on this one. So hopefully that won't be a Wonder Girls situation. <laughs> If she can work with Beyonce's manager, or not manager, but producer, I have faith that she'll get something at least half decent. Yeah. There are certainly worse people to work with. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, if you want to pick a guy who's making bangers, that's the guy you go to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, good luck to Ailey, and, um, you know, hopefully we'll hear something from her soon. Apparently she's been working on this from 20, since 2013, so she's taking her time. Alright, so now on to the topic everyone's been writing for. Um, since SM has been having a bit of a rough patch with their top girl group, um, all of a sudden uh, Red Velvet came out of the basement and we found out that they were coming back with a uh, new song called Be Natural, which is actually a remake of uh, SES, which is a a former girl group uh, that was also under SM, Um, a remake of their song from, I think, about 2000, 2001. 2000. Um, It was 2000. 2000. Um, It's basically the same exact song. It's just... um, It's not even rearranged. No, they didn't even do, like, shit for it. No, it's, it's pretty much the same exact song. There's a little more with the guy Taeyong rap, his rap break. I think they added a little bit to it. But... Is that what the Zygote's name is? <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I, I just heard Tim whisper, 
is so bad. I believe so. So maybe it's the same that Zango back to his mommy. Like, he's not ready for the main stage. Like, go back to your mommy, come back when you're weaned. (laughs) Okay, um, I'm going to jump in, because because clearly we're going to go off the rails. Um, (laughs) This is my problem. I didn't like that there was a rap in the original song, and people complained about the original rap. Why would you put another one in it? That doesn't even make sense to me. Like, the fact that they didn't do anything to rearrange the song at all. They literally left it the same, except now more than one girl sings most of it. Like, that's literally the only difference. They slide into their high notes, which sounds terrible. Like, it is it is not good for them. The image is good. That's fine. They, they look like they yeah, can nail the good. image. The choreo is fun. Fine. Even though we've seen half of it already from their trainee videos. That's cool. It was still cool when I saw it then, so it's cool now. Um, but like, the song is so bad. It's it's a good song. It's not good for them. They don't sound good doing it. The rap in it is terrible. Like literally the worst, the worst. And it's longer now. Why? Why when it was already the worst part of the song is it longer? I don't understand. Like SM, are you serious? This was your moment that you need to put out a banger and you give me the same song. Although I have to say, I don't think you can get worse than the what was the Minho's dibbity dibbity on Minho like. That has to be the worst SM rap. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's not the worst <laughs> SM rap ever. Well, but, but it's pretty really bad. Really bad. I have rappers in any sense of the word, anyway. So. That song doesn't need a rap, though. It shouldn't be there. If you the want to rap is- with that style, you need somebody like Verbal Gent or like Crucial Star or somebody like that who does raps against songs like that all of the time. Not some zygote, as he was called. <laughs> I can't <laughs> rap anyways. Dude, he's, he's not even a fetus. Like, he is not even in, like, tri- third <laughs> trimester. That is the second trimester little, like, caca that needs to go back to his mommy and wait till he's more grown up. Like, I'm done with that. I'm done with, mm-mm. I don't Talking care about- the new group. I don't care. Talking about grown up, I I think the problem I also had with this was that uh, this concept is a very mature concept, and Red Velvet do not fit that for me yet at all. I didn't mind it before I I knew what they were doing, but it is a little sudden. I know it's not it's not that they shouldn't do that because they're a young group. I think the girls themselves are just not mature. They don't. Pre- present a maturity on stage that makes that song work for me. Uh, I, I don't agree with that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think that the image is fine for them. I think the song is bad. Um, they're all of age, with the exception of Joy, at this point. Um, so it's by all the means, thing. it's more, it's more like how they, how they. But they owned it. It's a stage, like, it's a stage presence I, thing that doesn't work for me with them. I disagree. I think that the sta- their stage presence is the only thing. Anna, that did you this. see yeah, yeah, I know. Um, any of their um, music, their two music show performances? I yes, believe... I saw, yes, I saw the first one. Because I, I, I did hear that as a complaint that there was the, the dancing was a little um, off. I don't mind the, the dance. I don't mind the dancing. I like the dancing. I like the choreography. I liked. Mm-hmm. I like their live performance better than the music video. But that's not mm. that hard, given that as, as I said before, the music video looked like someone did it in the uh, Windows Movie Maker in it's, their really lunch does. break. It's so <laughs> bad. It really does look like that seventh grade bio thing that you had to make about like the animal kingdom and how everything's related. And you did like the little swirls and the stars in your PowerPoint to like get things out. And they had the little like giraffe noises. Like that's exactly what it looks like they did. It's like you sit, yeah. you sit there and you go like, I'm gonna edit this video, but you know, just making a clean cut that would be so boring and no one wants to see that. Therefore, I'll add like very cool 
up-to-date special effects that look at them swirling into themselves yeah. and you can see them how did they do how that cool is this? well like you know like, yeah, you about it, that's, that's kind of basically what they did in happiness too I mean they had like a crap ton yeah, of that stuff was a bad on. video too <laughs> I was gonna say that was also another example of terrible editing I think they have the same guy doing it and he was like well I'm gonna put it safe this time I'm not getting in trouble this time <laughs> Okay, so I really hope they don't pay him that much because seriously, <laughs> that is not worth that. Well, and you know, S. N. Dick an award recently something about best like uh, album design, something for how much did they pay for that? that? No, 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 they got, they got an uh, they got a creative design award for the package design of uh, okay. Cape. Okay, oh, fair okay. enough. All right, all right, it's I completely justified, right. I think. Okay. I was gonna say because otherwise, how much did SM pay for that, or who sold it? They sell. <laughs> if to they get, get that. an award, dope. they earn that. That's if a good they, one. If they get an award for good video design, I basically question award committee, and they are probably blind and deaf. But the packaging thing that they did for Pink Tape was really good. I that was can't really good. Uh, I, I can't. I can't. I can't say that. Okay, on FX. Yeah, yeah. If it's for FX, and I can see. Okay, so imagine. <laughs> okay, <it's FX>, <laughs> If you're a Red Velvet fan, and there are quite a lot of Red Velvet fans out there, um, uh, despite them only having one actual real song out, um, being actual doesn't really count. Um, Thank you. I'm I, glad that you don't count that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's not originally their song, and it's not even remixed or anything. It's not even remixed. Like that's the part that pisses me And they me should have the gotten like, a mini album at least. Right. They should have gotten an EP or a mini album. If you make a comeback for a new group and you want to establish see, them, you have to put something more than one song out. Is that I think if I I don't feel strongly one way or the other about Red Velvet, but I feel like if I were a fan, I would feel kind of gypped and feel gypped about the way SM is treating them because, as I said, they feel like they're just kind of trotted out whenever. Oh, we need someone to kind of fill the space right now because oh, TTS is get you know they might get kind of bad press because of the you know Jessica thing. So let's you know try out Red Velvet and um, oh well they haven't really recorded any songs other than they did do a re, uh, demo of Be Natural. So let's just do that and just call that you know kind of their little remake or whatever. I mean it just it all feels so kind of rushed and halfway done with them. You and know. if they're supposed to be the next big group or next FX or whatever, no, I don't want them to be an FXX. But that's the thing is, like, the even with FX, they were given more effort, you know, and, and more, I don't know, just oh. distinctiveness than I feel like Red Velvet is giving. It burns to hear FX was given more effort. I FX mean, really, is like I, the redheaded like stepchild. What is that? Big Red Velvet, the ugly stepsister. <laughs> like we gotta just, cut the nose off next. I feel like we're they're, that, they're not even now. like putting any real thought into a. It doesn't seem like with their with their concepts, there's not a, anything with their songs. There's not a whole lot of thought with them. It's just like, oh, we need a girl group out there. Okay, um, just have but them record who, something and let's just have them out there know, again. At some point, exactly this is going to going to pay off for us, and because they're going to do that a few times and uh, make throw out random stuff for them and then they will see which one got the best rece reception and they will stick with that and have something that actually works with the public. Yep. That's how they're going to do that. But, yep. but FX works with the public and SM doesn't care. They, they do care. They, they keep giving them a comeback once a year. What do you mean? <laughs> <For two weeks. laughs> 
two weeks. They don't get their own concert. They don't get their own banner on the side of SM Town. They don't have what a fan that? club name. Yeah, I don't know why Red Velvet is. We do have is... a fan club co fan fan color now. So. Oh, we have a fan color now because they got because they told <laughs> us that they were done with fan club names and then they gave XO when they went. Oh shit! FX fans yeah, remember we said we were we done. Just no, kidding. no, no. We, we, the fans figured out what FX fan color is from the T-shirts from SM Town. It's purple. We have a fan color. Oh, you guys got a dope fan color too. I'm it's jealous. cool. I like purple. Oh, yes. None and just to, to mention, um, <laughs> Shannon and Anna did a um, very interesting discussion uh, about being FX fans and FX in general. Um, that will be a special um, episode of Not Your Average Netizens that I will get up this week. So if you're an FX fan, if you've got a lot like of... like McDonald's delivery. <laughs> discussion is a nice is a nice way of describing our wailing at each other. Yeah, if if you want, if you have a lot of um, complaints and issues being an FX fan, uh, that is the episode that you're gonna want to listen to. So we'll make that I will make that uh, announcement when that gets posted. Um, but back to Red Velvet. I mean, so everyone seems to be like. They're okay. I mean, is anyone here feel like they're a fan of them? Or did I they love do? Wendy. Wendy is amazing. Wendy is perfect. You can't hate Wendy or I hate you. I say that all the time, but I mean it. Okay, I'll I give think, Wendy the Wendy fact that she's talented. I think are both really cute. So I think they're I all really cute. And I, I, now, with happiness, I really thought I had them down. Uh, now, I only basically can recognize Joy, and the other three I mix up all the time. They all have the same hair color. This is ridiculous. They have their own, like, you know, thing. Like, I, not necessarily that they're all of their hairstyles have to be completely different. But even, like, when um, Ghost Generation first came out, they each kind of had their own style and... Yeah, they're not... You know, it's not... I'm, personality. I, can, I can tell faces apart, and it's not the thing, but I have a hard time basically putting the right name to the right face because there's not much distinction yet going on with them. No, they pretty much put them in, like, a, if Taman was a girl, let's put him <laughs> in the plastic <laughs> surgery mold, and then they just, like, copy-pasted. Like, I love oh. these movies to death, uh, but I can only tell Joy and sometimes Wendy apart from the girls. But if there's, like, a fashion thing, I can't tell Wendy, Irene, or... Um, Solgari apart at a hundred percent yet, and I Wendy love Wendy is the only one that I can tell always. Like literally, if I see Wendy, I'm like, that's Wendy. She's so <laughs> pretty. I don't know. I love her. Especially the suit. Come on, girls in suits. Like, can we just have more of that in K-pop? Like, I need more girls in suits. Well, they been, sort of did it with with. Uh, I'm a bit burned by that now because I was so glad about the last Girls' Generation comeback because that was in suits and now it's all gone out in flames and I, I associate <laughs> suits with not such a good thing at the moment. Suits are fire. <laughs> I just want girls in three-piece suits. Like, is that too much to ask? No, like, I, I like I don't even. You can throw away the skirts and the dresses. You can burn them. Just give me girls in three-piece suits, and I will be so. Although happy. I have to say, I kind of like SCS's uh, version of it better, with the baggy, the baggy suit look. I the just oh, know. that was the late '90s fashion thing of where you had suits with these very, very wide pants. <laughs> I love that. I want I, somebody I to was... explain to me how we are in 2014. And this video is worse than the original. 
How is that a thing? This is called edited. Like it is so terrible. How did that happen? Who let that happen? The mole. The mole. <laughs> it must be the mole. The, mole's the mole did it. Uh, and I've also, we have decided on my Twitter that the mole is Rana from um, After School, so she is the mole. <laughs> it's okay. everybody goes to hell and she gets I'm, a solo. Why is I Rana always, she, she's always, she's like Family Guy's Meg. It's like, listen, that girl Rana has been clamoring like, for a solo for. How many years now? Like three or four? And now everything goes to shit in SM and she magically gets a solo? No. Conspiracy. It's hard. Well, to be fair, it's not getting very good reviews. There's a reason Um, for that. It's boring and she looks like an old maid. (laughs) Hey. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Would you like to say she looks like an old maid chipmunk? Because I can go... No. I don't have anything to say about her, but Kanto's in it. You need to stop, okay? (laughs) okay. (laughs) I was like, are you... What? 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 Why, Why does it need to stop? Because Kanto from Troy is in that song, so you need oh. to stop, okay? And well, he should stop. pick better people to sing with, because he Look, has Look, he's going to sing with whoever he can sing with, because he's trying to make it right now. <laughs> he's out there She's not going to help him. She's not going to help him. Even he's Korea probably, just went snooze. Uh, but that's probably they hit true. the alarm I'm button. They'll come back in are. three years. Look, he's going to work with whoever he can work with, okay? Leave him alone. Let him live. Listen, he's in a group called Troy. What do you expect to happen? Hey. Hey, now, you need to stop. <laughs> Bumkey is in that group, okay? It's a okay. That is a group Before... waiting for self-destruction. If you're going to name it You know Troy... what? At least they're still around and FX isn't, okay? How about that? <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Oh. That's it. Before Steph goes down, I just want to mention that another um, K-pop uh, group, K-pop artist, uh, released a new song uh, recently, uh, today, yesterday, today, pretty much, yeah. And it's Actong Musician, and they released the song Time and Fallen Leaves. Um, has anyone listened to it besides me? Not I think we should we should pause real quick, though, because Kira has some breaking news that is way more important than oh, this stuff. Uh, oh, what? Okay. what? 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 This stuff. Uh, that apparently the... Oh, shit! shit. Uh, oh, shit! This is some real-time wow. reactions here. Here we go. sugar on top of the cake. What can I use to fireproof my house? Because I'm going to need it for the riots. I swear to God, they're going to be all the way in May. Okay, like, I need Kiara, to fireproof since, my house. Kiara, since you, you found this, um, tell us what's going on. The, the, the lawsuit, this, this is happening? He's leaving? What, what's going on? Well, according to someone I follow on Twitter, and she's Korean, so you know she's really, she read the Korean article and everything. Um, let me see, let me backtrack. Uh, she said it's real yo lawsuit, um, identical to Chris's, even using the same lawyer as Chris did. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh, oh shit! I'm trying to, to backtrack now because my timeline is like moving very fast right now. Um, <laughs> Can we just get rid of, like, XOM? Like, because clearly they don't want to be around. No, we, we have to. No, I want to Come on, Chen's voice is the only thing I really like vocally about. Nah, they can go. Let them go. Chen wants to be an XOK anyway. From what, my friend is, from what my friend is saying, that some of the netizens are already commenting on this, and they're saying how, like, SM stopped picking those traitor Chinese people, and, like, I guess... Because he is a Chinese yep. member, so... Yeah, you know it's going to turn it that way. That's how it seems like some of the, the 
currently some of the Korean netizens' reaction is going on right now. Uh, apparently, Sina.com has reported that uh, Luhan submitted a complaint letter to terminate terminate his contract to the court today. Ooh, Ooh that's well. gonna that's gonna hit SM in the wallet real bad. So as if okay. so, basically <laughs> SM are done in China. Yeah, yeah. it's done. It's, it's, it's done. done. That's like the end. Oh, I, all I can say is I like I'm like I'm so torn because I'm so happy because I'm like yay somebody else has to feel my pain of losing their favorite member suck it everyone that, feel my pain I'm actually, angry no I I'm actually actually glad for him because what I've read in the past few he's weeks about awful. his condition like he's poor guy he's been really like poor health and pain it's been terrible for him and I am so, oh, yeah, wasn't so glad he, that he's taking care of himself seriously yeah I mean wasn't his first thing. whole thing was basically he was like just making complaints about his schedule and being worked too hard I mean that was basically it wasn't and it apparently he yeah. was trying from from the things that he set out without actually just packing up and leaving he was apparently at least trying to make that work somehow yeah and if it's not working for him and if he's not getting better and then it's very, very good that he takes care of his health first. That's yeah, basically was like, what it was going to. He was rough at his last concert that he was at. Like, it was not, not pretty. And he's apparently been, like, on IVs for, like, six weeks. Like, that's that's a long time to be basically, like, on an IV. He right, to, from what I understood. To go to the doctor in China because he didn't have time in his schedule in Korea to actually see a doctor. Yeah, from what I understood, he he put in a complaint before about the fact that he wanted a break and he wanted to live, essentially. And uh, it sounds like SM was just like, <laughs> that's cute, and just kept making him work. So, I Pretty mean, this like, is literally the next step. Like, you tell your employer, hey, you're working me too hard, and they say, haha, that's funny, so you try to leave. Like... It makes perfect sense. It's weird sense. because it looked like SM was going to try and keep him like Because when Chris left, all of a sudden, everything that Luon wanted, suddenly he started to get. Like, he got a little bit more free time. He got a movie deal. He got some uh, commercials in China that he didn't have before. Um, and that was one of Chris's main reasons for leaving. Like, he wanted all these things, and SM was telling him he can't have it and turning it down for him. Um, and all of a sudden, Luan is certainly getting this, but then summer came and all of that went to shit and... Of course. And yeah, they were really. I, I think also the the fact alone that he got to sit a few concerts and um, things out was like as I'm desperately trying to make him stay. Dude, they're so I, done in China because they it's never so they done. come on. They it's basically crazy. How long did Onyu actually have this throat condition until he finally got surgery? He was diagnosed like. Over, it was in the beginning. The yeah, so like the end of last year, the beginning of the year, and the only reason he got a break is because shiny fans like threw a Figured fit it out. One time so, he went to a concert and he could barely sing. Like he was like whispering. That's the same they thing were, like, with the next uh -uh. race. They, they only made him sit out performances when fans actually were standing in front of the SM building and complaining about letting letting him perform with this neck injury that he had. So basically they wouldn't have actually given Luhan probably any time off if they were certain that he could not move on to better to greener pastures. I think oh. I, I, when they let him actually sit stuff out, I was like, I, I suspected like, okay, he actually could go if he wanted to. So this this is my my issue. Um, like literally Everybody is jumping ship at this point from SM, and they're leaving for similar reasons that people have left 
before that have been they've been complaining about for years. How has this not even been like looked at? Like that's well, here's so the here's the main thing. If you look at most of the people that have jumped ship or are leaving, they're not Koreans in the sense that Koreans will. ID them as Korean. Jessica is Korean American. She's not considered the same. Chris she is Chinese. She also got kicked out. She also got kicked out. Luan is Chinese. Um, Hang Gang is Chinese. Chris um, is. They've had Americans leave before. I don't. I can't think of someone who's born in Korea, raised in Korea, is considered Korean Korean that's left. So I think a lot uh, of fly, times. Uh, Han uh, Huani from Fly to the Sky. Does anybody care about that group though? Yes. Yes, we know Korean people who have left JYJ, and you know what happened to them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. And, probably uh, best yeah, thing they, they, for everyone. But they didn't Shinhua. leave essentially on bad terms. Their contract ended and they left. Shinwa uh, left SM on bad terms, but they left at the end of their contract. They complained about wanting to get out, though. Wasn't it because like, one of the they wouldn't want to sign back one of the members and the other yeah one of them were, like, they were they wanted to sign everybody back but one guy and they right. just went mm, no yeah and they were like no we're not doing that but they they were also complaining that they were being uh, not managed uh, well and things like that like they complained the whole time they were there they complained about being overworked and things like that and once they got out of uh, SM they put them on blast so. And they they also had trouble with SM. SM tried to prohibit them from using the name Shinwa as their brand. Mm -hmm. They tried. They just didn't manage to win that particular court case. Yeah, let let's not pretend that they left in nice terms. They left in bad terms. The difference is that they were smart and or well they they they, they played their cards right while basically basically JYJ. I don't know if they reacted too late with some of the stuff or if the if they were just outmaneuvered by. Well, all the SM? courts have ruled in favor of JYJ and SM. Yeah, apparently no one cares. <laughs> yeah, they just. But seriously, yeah, if, you have, if you have the option of having a, if you still want to have a career and go and part with SM on bad terms, you have to do have your career in another country, apparently. Because, in Shinwa, yes. Yeah, unless you and and Shinwa basically had each other to support. If you leave as a single person, you are going to be ripped apart. Yep. At least for Luan, if he ever wants a career after this, he can have one in China. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. He still has China. He can have one too in China in, in, with his means. He can, he can do that. Han Gang had a career in China. That is no problem. But he couldn't have done that if he, had, if he was Korean and uh, had to have his, Korean, uh, his career and his support in Korea. That would have not worked. Not the same way. So it's not. It's uh, there are several um, points that influence why it's not the Koreans in the company that are leaving, but rather the people that are from somewhere else. To be honest, I feel really bad for Tao. Like this is gonna hit him, and this is gonna hit him hard. XOM are done. Seriously, XOM is gonna hurt him so much. Like he's his closest members in in XOM were Luan and Chris, and you could tell. Like he said some. Shady shit when Chris laughed and I wasn't. I wanted to sit him down and be like, "You're talking out of anger. Shut up. Wait three minutes. You're gonna cry. Like just cry before you say anything. Like don't say it out of anger." And 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 now he's lost him. Like he doesn't have anybody. Like he's gonna be the one that they all look at. Like yeah, Lay is still there, but I don't know. Oh, my poor baby. This is gonna hit him hard. I ah. think. 
I mean, seriously, at this point, they either have to add additional people to XOM to make it again a viable group. No, they can't no, do they that. Won't. They, they can't. can't. They, they won't. Also, XOM cannot really promote in China now anymore. That's like <laughs> you got to you got to fire sale, dude. You got to get rid of all of them. Like I'm either sorry. You, either you fire XOM or you make XO a permanent ten member group that promotes exclusively in Korea, and that's probably what they're going to do because yep. money. No, you have I, to I eliminate XOM. It's got to go. XOM is done. Um, it's if just, they it's, win it's and they can viable. keep him, then it's fine. Whatever. Then you just make him deal with it. But and, if they're not going to win. Realistically, they're probably not going to win. So what do you do? Well, you fire sell. You get rid of XOM and you keep them in Korea. That's it. That's all you can do. Yep. I'm just I don't like... think they will get rid of the members of XOM, but they will get rid of the concept of two groups. And Yeah. yeah. And it'll depend on how much heat they get for being like, oh, Chinese traders, blah, blah, blah. If that becomes a real thing that gets real loud, then they're going to get rid Tao of them. Get get and Lei get ice. If anyone's going to get... Yeah kicked out, it'll be Tao. He is the smallest fandom, I think, out of almost every member in XO. Yeah, like, he's only internationally popular. He's yeah, not popular. he is like no fandom whatsoever. Nobody gives a shit about him. Lei at least has his precious little unicorn image. Um, <laughs> ugh. But, uh, so I, I honestly, I don't see, I'm pretty sure Tao is gonna fall in the basement with Gino and we're never gonna see him again. That makes me sad. But yeah, XOM is done. This is crazy. This has not been a good month for 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 SM. I'm just speechless. I'm year. like, how? I don't know if everyone just all of a sudden everyone is like, <sighs> I don't know those movies where people just start standing up and they're like, you know what? We're not going to take it anymore. If that person can do it, I can do it too, sort of thing. And everyone's just kind of falling in line one after the other, or somebody put some bad juju on SM. I I. Just I swear to God, it's Rana. It's <laughs> her right here. Like, boom. It's crazy to me because I've I've always had an issue with like the the man the way people are treated. Um, like I I'm a I really don't like people being overworked. It really bothers me because you can see it. Like these are entertainers; they're stuck in the limelight and they get overworked so fiercely, especially girl groups. Like, it's such an issue with girl groups. Um, but you do see it amongst boy groups, obviously, especially because boy groups get popular so quickly. Um, but it's crazy because, like, it's clear that these guys want to break, and, and SM's just no. Like, it, it just, the only, I feel like the only way this can happen is if SM's like, <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Like, literally, every time, like, oh, we'll let our in-house doctors, like, look look you over. And they're just like, they're fine. They'll live. This they're is fine. my question. If they released Red Velvet to cover up SNSD, who the hell are they going to release to to cover up XO? Are they going to pull um, FX out of the Wonderland? Surprise, like, hey, no. hey surprise, guys, remember that repackage? Shiny repackage? comeback, yeah. Ooh. Shiny comeback. Oh, what about no, that group? Can't. Isn't um... it's in Tokyo all the way through the end of the year? They can't come you back. Think you think that would stop SM from bringing Shiny yes, back? Yes, they'll make they'll make a hell of a lot more more money in Japan than they will having a comeback. No, no, you're missing what I'm saying. They could make them come back. They'll make them fly back and forth. Are you kidding me? It's a two-hour flight. They don't care. They've done it before. You think they wouldn't make somebody promote in two places? I don't buy that for a second. So, so Shiny's gonna have a shoddily shoddily put together comeback, I guess. Yeah, why not? I mean, They're a huge sale. Do it. <laughs> Maybe they'll surprise and take Bo out of the basement. <laughs> wow. Hey, maybe Da Vinci will come out. 
<laughs> you know, there was some talk about, you know, with all of this stuff happening, especially the SM, like, you know, some of the other companies should be, like, taking advantage of this. I mean, I don't well, know, you know, if they have, but, you know, if they have groups, you know, you know, prop up the, you know, promo and, and you know, I, I you know. Kind of wondering if this was going to come up because I feel like um, it's kind of important. Like there is a big hole now, right? And there's SM dropping the ball on all these groups that are like they're hurting these groups essentially. Um, am I saying that they're gone forever? No, I don't. I don't think they're going to be gone forever. I think EXO is still going to come back and they're still going to sell and whatever. I don't agree, but they will. Um, and, like, same with SNSD, I think they're going to still sell, and it's going to be fine. Um, but there is this moment where you have this big company that's dominated the top of it. Um, I have no problem, even as a YG stand, I have no problem admitting that SM dominated the top of it. Um, but you have them showing their weakness, essentially. They're showing these uh, issues that they do have. Uh, which does create an opening for people to try to do something. Um, so are we going to see a bunch of groups come out right now? I don't know. I kind of doubt it. I think we'll get more comebacks from established groups. But it would be really interesting to see a bunch of smaller labels you know, debut a group. Like people were saying, um, this is prime moment for YG to release the Ilgen squad. I mean, maybe it is. Who knows? You know, <laughs> This but, would be the great time for that... TS girl group that was supposed to come out, but then yeah. right now, oh, okay, yeah. no, they, they come out now, like do it. There's this opening where people are having their older groups get hurt. You know, essentially they're getting destroyed. Look at the explosion of boy groups after DBSK blew up. Literally, there was an explosion. Like there were so many of them. So there is an opening. There is a huge moment where uh, this painful blow has been dealt to SM, and they're going to come back. I'm not saying they're not. I don't want anybody out there to think that I'm saying they're done. They're not done by any means, by any stretch of the word. But there is this opening where groups can come out now, and you can release a bunch of groups. So it's like, are they going to bring? Are you going to see a bunch of a big influx of groups that we didn't expect, or are we going to see and a bunch of established fans actively sitting here saying, you know, well, who's going to be the next big? I mean, even though. Ghost Generation is not over by any means, but you Scott fans sitting here saying, "Well, who's going to be, you know, next?" So they're literally waiting for somebody to come and knock their socks off. Right. So I don't know. It's really interesting to me. I'm really, really curious how how it's all going to play out. Um, I'm curious how this Luhan uh, lawsuit's going to go. Like, if they're really gone, like. I'll tell you one thing: the fandom is going to be ugly because, especially oh, this is going to be ugly. The C fandom, the biggest like people who were like the biggest people who were calling um, Chris traitor and like good riddance to that awful guy. Like he's from this province. No wonder he left. They were Luhan stands, and like there's been this big thing on China. It's like, all right, well, if he really does leave. How are we going to spin this so we don't look like hypocritical assholes? Because it is, the C fandom is way fucked up. Like, it's a hot mess. And, like, this is just not going to be pretty. Like, he's the number one in China. Um, he's, like, number three or four in Korea. Like, he's hugely popular. And you know it's going to get ugly and ugly and not pretty. And the spitting that's going to happen. Oh, Lord. This is going to be worse than Jessica. So glad. I say stay oh, off of Tumblr for, like, a month or two. Trade. 
I'm so happy now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Netizen Bus already like has ch- like uh, translated like Netizen's comments, and it's just like, wow. Oh like, yeah. Chinese and they're backstabbing. I swear. I swear. There's a lot of anti-Chinese You know, SM should make use of this. Like, like YG is teasing with the Who's Next pictures, and you could make the same, you could make an event out of this. Who are we going to oh. kick out next, guys? Who's next? Just wait. Actually, someone I see, you know those Who's Next, who's next, <laughs> who's next things that um, YG has been doing? Somebody basically took that and put Who's Next to leave SM. Basically oh, that and put SM on there. Who's It'll Next? It'll be Sally. She'll officially leave. Well, I think she's, yeah, she's pretty much yeah. She's on the hiatus. Are we really holding I mean, on to this? Yes. She's gone. Yes, we are. She's I gone. Have hope. Let me have hope. Let me <laughs> have a dream. I am, I am so yes. convinced that if Jessica wouldn't have gone to Weibo and posted that stuff, they would have spun the same story with her, like going on a hiatus to concentrate on stuff and trying to basically mask the fact that they are basically kicked her out of the group. But she didn't actually. She didn't really take that sitting down. So. It's now in the public, but I think they would have done the same thing. They wouldn't have announced that she was been kicked out if she didn't, if she wouldn't have made the first move. So I'm pretty sure Sully is gone. Yeah, I think Sully's gone. Like, oh, and I don't. As hard as Apparently, also like SM stock is going down again. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Good. Like, how many times is this gonna have to happen for them to realize? I don't well, know. here's the but thing. But at the right? end of the day, the stock will bounce back. I yes, mean, right. well, yeah. we buy now. We we buy now so that we have become shareholders when they're. Yeah, this is our moment. Everybody, this is your moment. All right, let's, let's get almost together and buy SM. We need to buy some stock right Pomona now. Entertainment, watch out. We're coming for you. <laughs> yes. Oh, we're going to hold it right here with our singular stock. Oh, my gosh. Well, SM, Oof. you guys... Well, at least this time the news came while we are still recording and not like with a day on day. Well, yes, we didn't like have to like do later. it on the, on the fly, although I'm sure all the most of the details will be in Ooh. tomorrow, my time. Eastern time. I, it's the 10th in Korea now, so... The English news sites are catching up now. Yeah, but it's nothing... I don't think there's any new information other than... No, you know. no it's just a translate. That's what we already talked about, like, like yeah. Chris's lawyer and lawsuit filed and... And the then there's thing. the speculations that he was really was going to release it on the 8th, but he held off because I think there were, like, typhoons or earthquakes in... Um, mm one of his home promises, and so oh, okay. um, he held off, and I guess now I guess those rumors are more likely to be real. There was rumors about him coming out with that on the 5th already, and... It was supposed to be either the 5th or the 8th, and most people put stock in the 8th and not the 5th, and then it never happened, so people went, oh, oh well. And then well, on the 5th, the they also released the news of Isoman's di- wife dying. Yep. Oh, yes, yes. So and then Key's grandmother came out. It felt like they kept trying to put out horrible stories so that he couldn't say anything without looking like an asshole, which is probably their plan. Mm. I don't want to. I don't want to believe that a company is vile enough to use death. I realize it's SM, but I, I don't want to believe that because that's really I like really, there's people invested. So I don't want to. I, I, I don't think we should. Yeah. We should do that. I don't. I don't like that one. These people, like people, did die. They're they're not alive anymore. So oh, a hundred percent. It's kind of shady, but suspect, I mean, you know, 
when you put it out two, three weeks later, I understand that like you want time for them to grieve, and I 100%, but it just seems shady that, not that the people who put the news out have anything to do with it, because I don't think they get to choose when and who they get to tell. Um, and you knew something was up with Key because all of his fan sites shut down for like three or four days, and they didn't post any pictures of him, which I'm actually kind of proud of them for, because I don't know how many times you go to a funeral for, and you see pictures of funerals for an idol, and it's like, you should not be posting it. Like, why the hell are you there? Like, get out. You are not part of their family. So I'm kind of proud of them, but at the same time, it came out like three weeks afterwards. I don't know. Just SM is shady enough that I wouldn't put anything past them. Well, on that note, <laughs> um, I guess uh, we will not find anything else um, about this, but if this goes the way I think it's going to go... Uh, we have lots and lots to talk about next week. Yes, and there's going to be a lot of very sad um, EXO fans on the internet. And I would, uh, just as a um, precaution, I would stay off of Tumblr for like about two months because oh that place is going to be a mess. Yes. Um, just one more thing before we go. Um, I just remembered, and it's uh, just kind of a territory thing. Um, but uh, someone... Interestingly enough, someone actually contacted me because they know I like K-pop. But um, as most of us K-pop fans know, 21, um, somehow they had, I don't know, YG got together with uh, Microsoft. Um, their new ad for uh, Microsoft product has I Am The Best playing um, in the background. Um, pre, well, it's featured pretty prominently in the commercial. I've only seen it about twice. Um, and I've had about 50 people email me, did you see that? I was like, do you know K-pop was on t television? It was 21. I was like, yes, I knew that before it came out. But I've only seen the um, commercial twice. But now, um, apparently, I am the best. Has, I guess, gotten a resurge in popularity. Uh, it's reached... Uh, the MVs reached 100 million views. It's uh, topping the world digital songs uh, chart again. Uh, and um, there's, I guess, talk again about, I guess, them possibly, well, not, well, actually not going into the American market, being unintentionally forced into the American market, this being more of a size situation. I guess if it gets to a point where people like the song enough or are interested enough and they start making appearances and it just kind of blows up like Psy did. I don't know if this would be the same situation, but people are saying to anyone maybe this could be their way of, make, of, of being introduced into the American music market. Um, by being used in the commercial. Um, again, I don't think it's the same situation as Psy, but some people are using that as the basis. Well, if it is the same situation as Psy, that's the best way to do it, to be yeah. honest. Use the steam you already have and don't stay, don't overstay your welcome to the point where, like, you can't come back. Um, to anyone's kind of at a point where they don't come back very often anyways. So, <laughs> it might be the perfect time for them. It's not like they're going to bounce at 
the prime of their career even. This is probably the best moment since Bomb has her scandal in Korea that has everybody hating her. She can go to America and nobody will care. We don't care about that scandal. Nope. So, I mean, this, <laughs> like in reality, the the situation for them is probably their best shot. If you If you want to talk about groups having their best shot at being successful in America, this is the perfect moment for them. If if I'm the best truly blows up the way they, the, that way, oh, they, this is perfect for them. This is the best way to get them out of Korea for a little bit and, you know, have the bomb thing settle. Like, there's nothing better than this. Mm. So I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but <laughs> if it does, hey, buy, more power to them. I would, I would love to get the chance to right the mistake I made in not watching them live before. So uh, if they come and tour... Come to LA, please. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see if maybe YG maybe picks up the ball on this because, you know, like I said, they're getting some attention now. Um, it's not very often that you see a lot of foreign songs used in U.S. commercials, and I was, I was thinking when I heard that they were using the song that they were just going to use the instrumental, and they know they had lyrics playing and everything. So, you know, anybody that, you know, heard that song, you know, would easily be able to say, well, you know, who's it by? And um, apparently that's caused a jump in sales, a pretty decent jump in sales. So, I mean, I've always kind of thought that, and me especially, I think they would be the most interested in seeing how they would do in the U.S. market. Um, seeing is, I think, people usually tend to see 21 is the more uh, Western influenced of some of the idols, see how they would be, how they would market themselves and how people would would react to them just in general. Yeah, they have a lot of reason to come here. Um, they have a lot of connections. They have had success here. Um, they've, you know, had people want them to come here. They were on that uh, Cape, or, uh, MTV Iggy thing that always mm -hmm. got like uh, international artists, they won that, and they got to perform as the highlight, like the main event, essentially. Um, people, kn like, they are known internationally by people who don't really care about K-pop. Not to say that they're famous, I'm not saying that, but people, you know, will be like, oh, yeah, that group, they did. They were at this performance, you know? Like, people know, they have a better platform. They have their connection to, um, uh, what's his face? Jeremy um, Scott. Jeremy Scott. Uh, they have like other connections as well. Will I Am. Yeah, they were Will supposed I Am. to be doing an they album have, with him at one point. They have um, a good opening, right? And like I said, this is the time. Like, if there was a time for a group to disappear for a while, this is that moment. Um, the problem is that there's the rumor that uh, CL is working on a solo album. There's the rumor that they're working on an album in general. Um, there's the rumor that Menzu wants to have a solo album. You know, there's a lot of a lot of things floating around to kind of uh, eliminate that idea. Then again, if they can even get half of the success that Psy got, it might be worth it for them. Because at the end of the day, the thing that they have that Psy doesn't have is um, Psy is a silly, like, alcoholic Korean, and then you have four pretty girls, like, you know, pretty Asian girls. Like, it's going to appeal to a different kind of audience. That's the only difference. Like, everybody that liked Psy pretty much liked the comedy that he brought, whereas they have the opportunity to make people like their song because it's catchy, and there's, there's merit in that. I mean... 
there's plenty of people who have had a one-hit wonder and have been perfectly fine after their one-hit wonder. Now there's way more people who have had a one-hit wonder and just slumped after it. But to anyone who doesn't have to slump, they can leave. They can go to Korea. So, I don't know. It depends. This is the best moment for them, though, in terms of, like, timing to have an American debut. And they probably have songs in the can. I mean, I, I would be hard-pressed to believe that they don't have enough music since there was a lot of songs that got left on the drawing board. So, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious where this goes. I'm and curious if this also, song in the commercial is big enough. There's also still a, still a chance that they take some of their more popular Korean songs that would be suitable for U.S. and just put them with English lyrics out that like they did before, actually. Uh-huh. Mm. Exactly. And I think they that's... Have, I, they have some music. At least. I, I don't think every song is suitable for that because not everything would probably appeal to a U.S. audience. But they, I think especially to anyone, has quite a few songs in their discography that would actually work. Yeah, I think um, especially if you walk in with I'm the best, that's a good opening. I mean, mm -hmm. you could definitely make English lyrics to it, and people love that. Um, I think you could probably make something out of fire. Um, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot that they could do. Um, I also think that since YG got burned by um, Seven so hard, you know, like throwing <laughs> Seven to the wolves, essentially, um, he didn't let... Psy stay longer than I expected. I expected him to do at least two songs like while he was out there and then come back. And he plans to have a comeback at some point. Um, Psy's comebacks are probably... A lot of people think that Psy's comeback is limited by YG. I don't believe that. I think it's limited by Psy having the right song because he's very picky and he's a very big perfectionist. So um, He's still putting on his end-of-the-year concerts every year. Um, I think it's a matter of him wanting to come back with the right kind of song. So... I don't know. I think it's interesting. Um, I hope that... I, I mean, I hope they do something with it if they truly are getting this much heat. Like, I saw that they went to 100 million views, and that's kind of a big deal. There's there's not... I mean, there's a good amount, but there's not a huge amount of music videos that have 100 million views, so... Yeah. And, of course, like, you know, like you said, we said, you know, this is all coming off of their, you know, song getting a little more exposure, so... Right, their yeah. their song is in a, a prime time slot too. Um, I watched football and I heard that song last Sunday. I heard that, or I watched that uh, commercial at least ten times in in over the course of like the entire day of watching football. So it is in prime time slots because it's Microsoft. That's a big deal. Like it's Microsoft. Microsoft and they jumped onto the, the top one hundred again, I think. And, I and, yeah. like, and then if you have a little snippet of a song that is really damn catchy and you hear that over and over again all day, yeah. always in little doses, and again and again and again, that gets stuck. That's a good... That's and then when perfect. you have rabid blackjacks on the internet, they're just frothing at the mouth to tell you everything about 21. You yeah. add that into it. And, yeah. Another big issue is a large portion of 2Anyone's fan base is international. They have a ton of international fans. Like, I realize that every group has a ton of fans. 2Anyone has a bunch of fans that aren't even K-pop fans. They're just fans of 2Anyone. Like, mm -hmm. they just have a lot of international fans because their image is so different. Yeah. Um, so I think... Look, I never felt like to anyone would be the group that could do anything in America, and I still kind of stand by that. I think this is kind of a weird situation in which they got the perfect opportunity because they got a huge company that wanted to use their song. Um, but 
I don't know, maybe it's egg on my face and they're going to do something and they're going to blow up and it'll be weird to have a group because they're different. Um, they might be a flash in the pan like um, uh, Far East Movement, but whatever, Far East Movement had three hits. That's <laughs> it's really good. I don't know. Yeah, but we're not working on like Beyonce standards here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. I didn't realize it was getting that much attention attention, but it was weird, really weird hearing that song on TV, um, but exciting. Uh, so, uh, any other thoughts, any other news anyone wants to cover, um, anything anyone wants to bring up that's been going, going on this week? Gia's uh, coming back with her new solo song before this will come out. True. I'm so excited. She looks yeah. so good. Oh. Uh, who? And we are probably Gia going to from get... Secret. Oh yeah, her Gia. comeback song is on twelfth, and I'm pretty sure that this will already be posted after that. But yeah. the teaser, she looks really, really good, and it looks like it's going to be like a mature, cute concept, which is all I can hope for from June, because she really, really likes cute concepts. So I assumed it would be cute, but it looks like it's actually going to like fit her age. So I'm excited, and she's going to sound beautiful, and she's going to look so pretty. The last and... one she what did was already amazing. I love that so, so, I so much. I love that song and that video so much. Like, don't even get me started. That no, 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 I gotta stay on topic. And um, I think we're probably going to get another SM comeback now, because, come on, I mean, they already shot their guns with, with Red Velvet now, what are they going to cover this up with? Super Junior repackage. Yeah, that's already a done deal, that they already posted shooting pictures from the music. So it'll set. be done faster. And they'll <laughs> literally they just have... To be out there and... They'll do, like, the, the one, two, three step, slide, left, clap. Spin, slide, clap. <laughs> That'll be like the, the choreo. And then like somebody will throw out a hip and then they're back. And then we'll have to have somebody else come out of the, the woodworks to save them. It'll be like a, it'll just be like a big old snowball. It'll be like what's that game where you start in the town and you roll over like little trees and then little sheep and then you get some of the buildings and you just get bigger and bigger until you're like rolling oh, around the entire world. Cat cat Mari Ah, oh, dang it. That's what it's gonna be like. Except cat SM groups. Something, something? I don't yeah. Know. yeah. And then you get to be the king. As long um, as you know, be the king, and he will finally come out of the basement, and he will win all the awards, and it'll be beautiful. As long as FX is somehow involved in that game, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> get that repackage we were promised. <laughs> no, but that, that would be a perfect time. Now get FX another comeback with the repackage songs. But but then you still have all the Sully drama. She's not going to want to. Just ignore her. Just do it as four. So then why are you clinging to Sully being in that group? I think they're fine Peter, I want her in the group, but I'm clinging to the fact that FX isn't dead yet, but I just want them back, so well, I'll do it I was, but she I doesn't think you've got some hope, Shannon, because they are performing. Really if she really doesn't want to be in there, I'm fine with that. If, she, if there's a chance that she wants to be in there and come back, I would be very fine with that, too. I think <laughs> I, I just don't feel like for so long fans have been saying that she doesn't look like she wants to be there, and now that there's the potential that she doesn't want to be there, everybody wants her there. I don't understand. No, I mean, like, let her go. It's like Jessica. Like, clearly she, like, had no... She didn't give a shit on stage. I still loved her to death. Like, she's a person... I think it's better to, like, let them go if they don't want to be there. I don't, I don't think you should... Like, well, as I mean, fans, I think it's like, our responsibility to be like, hey... Like, if, if she comes out and says she doesn't want to be there, then, like, she doesn't want to be there, and, like, that's that. But at the same time... It's kind of like with Jessica. Like, Jessica clearly doesn't give a shit about being on stage. 
but I think that she generally wanted to be a part of like SNSD. I think the same is for Sully. I mean, those girls dote on her so much. Like that's the, I think that the, if of any of the SM groups you're gonna tell me are close, I really do think FX as a whole is one of the closer groups, and I, it hurts them to lose a member. But I I think that if she wanted to leave, then she will. But I. I don't know if she really wanted to leave or not. I think she needed a break, for sure, because of all the shit that was going down that wasn't her fault. But I don't know if she wanted to leave yet. I think she wanted... I don't think she wants to be an FX, but I think she wants to be associated with those girls, and that's why she's still doing it. That's the vibe that I've always gotten from her, is not that she wants to be there, but she wants to be with those girls. And I feel like... And I, I had the same feeling for like Jessica. I think more so than being a member of SNSD, she wanted to be with those girls. Like, she didn't try on stage. You can't... There's no There's no way anybody can say, yeah, she totally gave it her all on stage. No, she didn't. No, like, no, no. I don't think anybody's singing. saying that she did. Right. But, no. like, maybe she enjoys singing and she likes being on album. That's one thing. But I don't even think Sully cares about that. I think she just doesn't want to be an idol. She wants to be an actress. She didn't even want to be an idol in the first place. Everybody talked about it. She said she wanted to be an actress. So I think it's more like her... I always get the feeling that she is like, oh, I love these girls, and I like that about her. I appreciate the fact that she is clearly all about her girls in FX. I just think it's one of those situations where it's like, I'm only here for them. That's the vibe I've always gotten. Like, I'm only here for these girls and for my fans. Well, but then on, she's on stage, and it doesn't look like she wants to be there. So I don't well, know. Um, I, all I have to say is I feel like the situation is... Quite different for Luan. Um, oh, <laughs> he's like, peace be, out. <laughs> I ain't coming back. Not be hearing that come out of his mouth. I guarantee you, within like three days, there'll be pictures of Chris and Luan together, and they'll just be chilling, having coffee, wearing awful clothing. Could you imagine? Could oh you God. imagine? It'll be like it'll be like Chris in that god awful zebra and leopard print striped suit that he had, and then Luan will be sitting there in those shoes without the socks. Uh, it's gonna be priceless. I'm so here for that. Oh my god! I'm like imagining them sitting there like having dinner like, together and like just like, oh like my a, god, like, yes. espresso, <laughs> just like sipping on it and like, what's up, guys? We're in China. Yes, please <laughs> give me that image so I can laugh. Well, guys, prepare for uh, the explosion because it's a coming. I don't know what else could go down. Um, the only the thing remainder. that would be better if it's it's those two, Jessica and Sully, all sitting at a table. That would make uh, me really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. No, no, no they're having lunch, being mini golfing or something like oh some <laughs> chilling and. Oh, that would be funny. Yeah, yeah we're free. He, you know what? Chris's outfit for mini golfing would be so atrocious; it would be worth it. He would be the one in the golf hat, the shorts that like come like an inch above it the knee. It would be better than any effort like, fashion you ever had. Six polo shirts on with all the collars popped up. Oh, it'd be priceless. Oh god, it would be so worth it. Well, like I said, we'll see the um, aftermath of all of this. I guess later on in the week, and we'll have plenty to talk about next week. Uh, if nothing else, um, I guess that will be it for this week. Um, pretty interesting episode. I wasn't expecting that to go down, but um, there you go. Uh, you can always reach us at nowyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. Um, please send us any comments, suggestions, um, anything you want, really. Uh, if you want to send me, you know, 
uh, I don't know, tic-tac-toe or something. I, you know, we, we appreciate any and all mail. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at NYANedizens. Or, yeah. I always feel like I'm saying that wrong. Uh, uh, NYANedizens at, um, at t uh, Twitter. Uh, that is um, where you can uh, find uh, announcements about um, when our shows um, are put up. Um, when uh, Anna and um, Shannon's uh, FX special comes up, um, you guys, that will be the first place you'll hear about it. And as, um, as well, don't forget, we're on the Average Netizens on SoundCloud. And we are also not your Average Netizens on Tumblr. Um, if you want to um, get a peek inside of the... Um, Menagerie, that is Shannon's mind. She's been working the Tumblr lately, so um, go check that out. And I believe that's it for the time being. Um, but uh, just a quick thing. Yes. Um, just I guess a quick shout out to um, among a user Achan one two three. Apparently, this person wanted a shout out from us. Oh, okay. That's really cute. Hello. I was wondering if somebody was going to say Oh. Yeah, shout out to you. Thanks for hey. listening. Hey, Ashton123. I'm glad you're listening to us. I hope uh, you enjoy your myself. shout out. Since I didn't I make, you had I didn't make a single you kiss joke today or last week, nor you did I make fun of Toshi this week. Well, come on. We did like at least three of them in our FX special. That makes up for this. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's coming after this. So you, you guys have used up all your you kiss jokes. And I didn't, I didn't even make fun of Toshi this episode, so yay. <laughs> Poor Toshi. Um, I know. Also, if you guys haven't watched the second episode of The Roommate, it's out, and it's it's awesome. Go watch it. Yeah, I, I want to talk about brilliant. that, but I guess we don't. nobody wants to talk about it. So. I was here for it. That's I was here for it, too. Let's talk about it next week. Let's talk hey, about that next week. if you guys want to do a special roommates thing, go I'm for down. it. I'm down. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it, Tim. Right. We're doing it. Roommates Special roommates episode will be, uh, it'll be there at some point. We'll do it. <laughs> it'll be there. So, like, we're going to make plans. Live maybe doing. maybe give it another one or two episodes and then we have enough material actually for a whole episode. Yeah. Well, that's some good stuff in the can. <laughs> um, it won't be too long before we're at 20 episodes. So, um, thanks everybody again for those of you listening to us for retweeting us, um, following us on Twitter, um, spreading We're not word. finding us and murdering us in our sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, not me. They don't know where I live. Um, I don't know about you, Shannon. I don't know how much information you've been sharing. It's really uh, not that hard. I live in Maine. Like, you just knock on doors <laughs> until you find me. There's not a we lot are, of us. We will be keeping our special uh, vacation home then in, in Italy secret from everyone, yes, right? that's right. That's right. We have <laughs> Vacation home. Also, Except that you just um, told them it's in Italy. <laughs> also, <laughs> we didn't tell you an address. Italy is not that small. <laughs> That's fair. That's also, fair. a special shout out. I uh, was looking at some interesting statistics, and apparently, other than the United States, which is overwhelmingly the top country that listens to us, um, we also have listeners from Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, Brazil, and the Philippines. So. Shout out to you guys. 
to our international listeners and, and to all the fake Canadians out there. Okay. <laughs> invite me to Brazil. I've always wanted to go to Brazil. Please invite me. <laughs> Somebody. I want to um, be. Make me your favorite so that I can go to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put him in their suitcase. Somebody all scan right. me, please. <laughs> all right. Well, have, a carnival. Guess... have a carnival special. Yes, please. I'll interview Carn- you. Okay. Invite me. <laughs> All right. See, we've we've got we've got everything set up for the rest of 2014. Um, so, um, hopefully, you guys uh, will be back for we'll be back for the next episode. Um, thank you guys again for listening, and have a great night or day or afternoon or uh, wherever you are. EXO fans, don't jump off the ledge yet. This is. Just the beginning? Yeah, you got nine more people to leave. Like, don't get, don't get too heartbroken yet. <laughs> so, um, I guess I'll leave with that. And, yeah. That means the group has at least another year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've got a year, and then you've got Chen's solo debut, and then he'll leave as well. Don't worry about it. Okay, enough shade. Harry <laughs> 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 lose, like, 100 people. Um, <laughs> it could be the next OT9. Oh, I was going to say OT9. Watch out. <laughs> oh, oh. We are in desperate need of a new one. That's true. Oh. Ow. Wow. Um, if anybody from SM ever hears this, we're never going to be get invited. anything from them ever. We're going to like, try and land in a plane and they're not even going to let us do customs. <laughs> With, okay, now that we've ins- done our... Um, obligatory insults since you kiss was not insulted in this episode um, I'm going to sign off and uh, say goodbye to everybody um, can't wait to talk to you guys in our next show uh, I'm Ash I'm Tim I'm Anna I'm Shannon and I'm Kiara yes I wasn't last <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for listening uh, we're out Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.